Maybe, but what what if what if Netflix buys us and then Adam has to become a black lesbian? And welcome to Elite Rugby Banter. It's me, Matt. I'm reporting from South Korea. Rather sunny today. Um, we're well. You're hearing my voice, so that means we're Adamless again. He's somewhere in Southern Europe. I forget where exactly today. He's still. He's in Rome. Like. He's still Rome. Yeah, he's going to pretty much be in Rome yeah, the whole time. He only got there like yesterday. Like. Yeah. Okay. So Rome, we can confirm for now. And I'm joined by, as you heard, Alex. Yes, hello. Hello, Matt. Hi, Alex. And Ben is also here, if he's not at the fire, Brian. No, well, I can still talk. That was the whole point. That's why I'm on my phone, so I can bry and podcast at the same time. Uh, so you can handle tongues in the one and phone in the other. Uh, I'm actually using two sets of tongs. I have an older set of tongs to move the charcoal around, ah, and then obviously uh, like that's quality, the, yeah. the, 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 the prime set to you know move the meat. I'm concerned. Yeah. I haven't heard any test clicks of the tongs this whole time we've been on. We've been talking for about 20 minutes, and I haven't heard any like you know test clicks. Oh, I, I was definitely I was definitely clicking the tongs. Okay, just let, let me let me check if the tongs work. Yeah. Okay, are you ready? There we go. They're working, I think. I think ones? they're working, yeah. What about the other ones? And the other ones? See if you can hear the different sounds. Okay. Okay, okay. Do you hear the two sets of tongs? Which ones do you think were the charcoal tongs and which ones do you think were the meat tongs? The first ones were the charcoal tongs. No, Alex, yeah, you're so wrong. Do you know anything about Brian? The first ones were a little bit more like clear and tinny. The second ones were uh, to, more to be honest, I was. Well, I was... The, 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 the first ones had some marinade on them, so uh, I thought okay. you guys could have heard that, but obviously you Just know like the whatever. Wet I was. Sound of marinade. No, I was. I was trying to. I was trying to. I was trying to moneyball it to be honest, because I was like, it's still a little bit earlier in the day, so I don't know if, that, if the meat's actually on the braai yet. So maybe no, the meat's, charcoal tongs. The meat's on the braai, but I'm going for a. Um, I don't. I don't want to use the name. Uh, the the famous the famous black kettle braai. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah, so I'm I'm doing like a Weber, you know, where you put the charcoal on oh, the side it, and you sort it. of. Oh, for fuck's sake! Matt, I'll, I'll, bleep I'll bleep it out. I'll bleep it out. out. Yeah, bleep, bleep it out. If they don't want to sponsor us, fuck those guys. Yeah, so, we're doing, uh, so you're doing a bit of indirect heat cooking. Nice. Yeah, indirect heat. So I'm gonna I'm just slow doing some ribs, nice and slowly, and then I have some like little like sausagey sort of effort. I don't know. Like some you can get like Borovos and stuff in Mauritius, but it's a bit of a chore. You have to go like the expat areas and oh, so we just that uh Ron Ron and JP Smith have started their own Borovos company in Australia. I'm sure isn't that what every like, South isn't that what every like, South African does as soon as they leave the country? So they're like I don't think I don't know if they commercialize it, but like they're making Vox using like their grandma's recipe or something and selling it on the internet and well I found it's pretty it looking Looking at the size of them, clearly that 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 voice has some potency. So yeah, yeah. it's yeah, a good if recipe. You're making two, yeah, if you're making props, like two prop brothers. I was gonna say, I've I mean I've been here what just I think we worked out I've been here just over a month, like the other day, and I've mm. already found on Facebook an ad for someone selling rusks by the kilo. Yeah. <laughs> wow. 
I, I, I used to buy I used to buy Biltong online in China and it was actually pretty good. Like this like guy would come well not like the Biltong would basically come through the post. Yeah. But you know, because China actually works as a country, it only takes like three days. It was great. Yeah, I'm debating trying out the rasks. Because also I need because they also you you have to buy a Tupperware, so I wouldn't mind a largest Tupperware as well to have. Sort of a dual purpose. Oh, so, so you got you, you got to do like your deposit first. Yeah, so I'm debating yeah. just doing it for the to basically get a Tupperware and a. I'm sure it's not there are cheaper ways to get a Tupperware, but this one comes with the rest. <laughs> no, no, but but but, but 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 sometimes you know if you want to buy, say like you're like okay, I want a glass water bottle for my fridge. Yeah. And like a, gl- a glass bottle by itself will cost, I don't know, like 45 rand or whatever. Yeah. Or you could buy a glass bottle filled with like juice oh, for like yeah. for, 48 rand or something. And you're just like, well, fuck, I'm getting this milk for free, basically. Like, yeah, let me hit it. Yeah, no, pretty much. So speaking of milk <laughs> for free, <laughs> let's see let's see which new story I'm going to jump in with that one. Um, Let's say... So Aaron Smith proposed to his long-term fiance, mm. and apparently she said mm. yes. Okay, yeah. done. I think that one's there. Good, nice. <laughs> I thought that was a so, good uh, one. Was, for was that, was that about... I, I, I feel I feel there's lots of jokes to be made, but I, I feel we're better than that, guys. Yeah. No, look, uh, that's why I said I jump on the milk for free, and then that's it. Yeah. Cool. That's good. Let's leave the rest. Congratulations, congratulations, Aaron and fiance. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Done. Next. Next. But just wait, he, he got injured like at the same time? Yeah. Did Convenient, he, like, eh? Did he pop an elbow like reaching for the ring or what happened? Oh, no, like, like he did his ankle when he was kneeling or something. <laughs> yeah, just like rolled his ankle just... as he went down. But it's like that joke guys always make about like, oh, you, like, you're like getting a bit sore yeah. in the knee there, you know, like when you've been dating oh, someone yeah. for a long time. And Aaron Smith was like, yeah, legit, I did my ACL. <laughs> maybe that's what happened. Maybe maybe his ankle just buckled and then the girl said, yes, yes, yes. And he was like, oh, I'm fucked up. Yes, I'm engaged. <laughs> he had a ring that he was going to go pawn for something else because he has like gambling or something. <laughs> She's like, yes, and he's, well, fuck, okay, uh, this is <laughs> Well, this is awkward, yeah, let's carry Sometimes you just got to go with it, you know? Yeah, yeah you just, you just got to play what you see in front of you. And Aaron Smith does play what he sees in front like, of him a lot. Always, so. he's, he's always been like that. Like, I reckon he just saw it and was like, fuck it, this is, this is what's happening to me now. Yes, so... And he, just, and he did what he does best and converted the opportunity. No, good man. Yeah, he did. <laughs> well done, Aaron. Okay, what's next? Uh, next, um, let's do... So, last week's poll, everyone will remember, our stop drop in poll was for a new name for the can- local Canterbury Super Rugby side. Yeah, currently known as the Crusaders. Yeah. Let's, so, what, if, uh, keen listeners will remember that the Canterbury Roham year... <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Rohirrim. Rohirrim. So I'm, yeah, I'd like a, I'd like a stroke. Said a stroke. Yeah. Oh, Matt, are you channeling Adam just because you host it? Clearly, clearly. And, and, and I'm like, I don't even have half a beer deep, and I don't know where that. Could I was be. about to say, are you, are you drunk by any chance? <laughs> You're good, guys. I, I, I won't lie. I'm like, I'm like three, four beers in already. I tra- no, like oh, I haven't touched a beer since Friday night because mm. I had my, like our first so. First month of the school year, and then my first month sort of at the school coincided. So we had like a big sort of blowout on Friday, and I chugged with probably about we were the, the you could see it was industrial level drinking, like we were hammered by like nine. 
We started at 7 and we were hammered by 9. So, AM, AM or PM? PM, PM. Oh, so we were like, that, that's very acceptable in my book, <laughs> to be no, honest. No, no, but, like, you start, no, but Ben, like you start at 7, you don't expect to be like yeah. by 9. And then, yeah. and then no, sort of... No, but, but, but I, I, I find like, like Asian drinking is not, you don't drink, for, you drink to get drunk there. It's not like yeah, a... That's it, that's it. Like, so I smash... So like there, it's like, okay, like for you, the, you remember those, you guys know those little beer glasses that you get. So you mm, normally get like... Mm. Oh, my God. The... So then they were doing that. So they were doing, I was drinking beer and then they were spiking it with soju. Okay. Which, yeah. which makes, surprisingly makes it easier to chug because it takes like all the gas out of the beer while you do, when you do that. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It makes it stronger. <laughs> <laughs> so you were gone. So I was, yeah. But I was, I was, yeah, it was probably middle of the middle of the pack when it comes to how gone I was. Anyway, so the point is, yeah. we decided that the Crusaders were going to be renamed the Canterbury Rohirrim. Thank you for getting us on that one. But now, <laughs> bad news for our for that is that yeah. news from Christchurch is that they are likely going to be cutting the pre-match horses from yeah, their because, games. because in the year 2019, horses are basically a hate crime. Mm. So you yeah. can't you can't have horses. But you can't have riders of Rohan, yeah, but aka Rohan, it's, it's without more, horses. It's more having guys dressed up like crusaders on horses. Yeah, but this is not what I'm saying. Like, why do the horses? So, 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 so if 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 it was like the Lipizzano or whatever, that would be acceptable. Well, then just have like six horse, like white horses, just doing like funny walking. <laughs> Oh, no, hang on. Not, no, not, no, white no, no. not white horses, though, surely. What color are Lipizzano oh, horses or white horses, aren't they? Yeah, but well, then, then okay, that's... well we yeah. we need one. Yeah, actually. Um, so but anyway, what what so you have a nice what, representative what, mix of horses. This is what I'm saying. The Canterbury yeah, what, goat. What, 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 one one Shetland pony, one yeah. plow horse, one just. Um, but anyway, I think what Alex is getting at is like, why why must the horses suffer? Yes, thank you. That's exactly my question. And and also, I I was I'm willing to say the horses were providing. Maybe five jobs. Yeah, in every, quite I mean, horses are not like easy to look after. Yeah, yeah. In, in 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 not a very re-employable industry or whatever. It's not like these yeah. guys are like accountants or whatever. Like yeah, but, you yeah. know, it's like what what do you do? I train. I'm a I'm a show horse trainer or whatever. It's yeah. not like people are you know fighting yeah. over your CV. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, quite a, if I remember correctly, Canterbury Christchurch area is quite a farming agricultural area of New Zealand. So I mean. These guys, the, the horses are, are more than likely side hustles anyway. Maybe, uh, but still. You know, it's bullshit. Know. Why, must the, why must the horses suffer for this, like, liberalism gone wild? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, just, I, just think, I just think that they, they need to be a bit more, like, logical, because it just feels like they're throwing the baby out for the bathwater, I'm right? looking forward to... You want to get... Looking forward no, there's to... a lot of things you could do with horses, like... I don't know. Make look, them look if 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 the, they pick the name the, the Rohirrim. Canterbury... Like we've really we've really answered this question for them. Yeah, but if we if we but, but... pick the Canterbury goats, we it's can just also put, one like, of the, it's also one of these things where yeah, exactly, it's problem solved. Yeah, but but it's also one of these things where has anyone actually thought to ask if anyone gets offended by the horses? I don't know. No, I mean, like we don't we not. We're not getting in, like, we don't have enough it's, people in New Zealand, it's not, that, so we're not seeing, like, their arguments. We're just getting, like, this 424, like, oh, by the way, horses yeah. are being cut. 
and we're like, why have you seen any of the discussion up until that point? To be fair. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, and I mean, it, all the noise from the Crusaders themselves have been like, guys, this isn't really a thing. Yeah. Like, can we just get on with our season, please? So yeah, it's like, good. We... It's great for us because we get to use it for for otherwise impossible banter. Because yeah. this is like the only circumstance in which this conversation arises. But yeah. it's not really. It's, it's, it's good because we're about ten minutes in and we haven't even discussed anything that's happened on a rugby field yet, which well, the horses is solid. Literally I think. go onto the t- rugby field. Do they? Do they run on the field? Surely they cut up the field. No, don't well, they run around the field? I'm sure they cut onto the field a little bit. I don't. Thank God! Thank God! The fucking Waratahs don't have horses. Imagine the mess they would make of SCG. Man, fuck! I reckon we're the gonna cheetahs, start seeing the cheetahs with their the, fucking when... Harley's. Yeah, they exactly. look badass. Did, reckon, did the Cheetahs the... have cannons, cannons at one point as well? <laughs> I want to see more of that kind of shit, dude. Let's fire some fucking cannons at rugby matches. <laughs> That's what they, they should do. They should do. They should, they should, if they become stadiums. the boomfers, if they become the boomfers, they're gonna have to fire cannons. Yeah, no, you need fucking cannons. Yeah. Out of curiosity, cannons, cannons. My yeah. Cape Town geography is a bit off. Signal is quite close to. And packs of sausages. It, no, it's very, it, yeah, it's very it's close. Hard. It's very close, Matt. So, so, down stadium, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, at, so the the beginning, at the beginning of a Stormers game, they could fire the cannon. That's yeah. fucking great. Yeah, you see that. Do you know I'm what they should actually do is they should, get, uh, yeah. they should get, you know, those special airplanes that seed clouds to make it rain? Yeah. They should do that and just have, like, five minutes of rain before every Stormers game, make like a storm. little storm. Yeah, I don't think that'll be a problem, to be honest. It'll rain. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's okay, it's okay. Well, Will it rain, Alex? Isn't that the whole problem? <laughs> no, the, don't worry, the city fixed that now. It'll rain. Yeah, it's raining now. The problem is load shedding. Now there's no pu- now the pu- the pumps won't run and get the rain. Just wait, 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 wait. So, Alex, when I come to Cape Town, can I shower? You, you can bath if you want. Can I shower? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, don't, I don't know. See, this is the kind of thing, like, I've never experienced this, so... Does a shower use more water than a bath? Yes. yes. Unless you share the bath. So if you, um, if you if you Joe and James all bath at once, then that's probably best, to be honest. I'm, I'm assuming James doesn't shower anyway, so. Yeah. No, 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 James, 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 but James has his own little setup. Do you still? Yeah. But what am I gonna? I'm gonna have to bath my son in like river water or whatever. Yeah, we're right next to the Lisbeck, so you'll be okay. But uh, that's not. Uh, but truly, okay. um, do you? Do you still do the bucket in the bottom of your shower technique or not? Yeah, we got one of those. Yeah, yeah there you go, Ben. You can just wash jams in that. It's ridiculous. Just dip him in one of those when you do. Sort out your shit, Alex. What do you mean? My, so- you my, mean? Shit, like... my shit is sorted out. I've got a bucket at the bottom of my shower. No, that's like at least one that, toilet. That, that's like you used, to, you used to flush your toilet. Yeah, that's what the bucket <laughs> for. <laughs> to sort out my shit. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> oh, I don't know. oh, I didn't anticipate this when I planned. Go to the cave. It'll be fun. Don't worry. And and I don't know if I've mentioned, but we don't get load shared where we live, so it'll be fun. Anyway. Oh, nice. Um, cool. Okay. Let's move on. Um, I think speaking of load shedding and. Uh, uh, you're on like a hospital grid or something. Are you cutting out a bit there, Ben? So I was going to say, speaking ben, of. I didn't uh, speak. No, you, you cut out just before you said the hospital grid. It sort of came out slow on my side. Um, I was going to say, speaking of blowouts in South Africa and blackouts, uh, Grey College beat Christchurch Boys High 
7326 mm. on Wednesday at the World Schools Festival in Stellenbosch. Mm. And but, then but, but, the, the other two results uh, were Paul, Paul Roos beating Southland 93.5. Jesus, Ben. You're all over the place. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah. So, yeah, Paul Roos beat, beat Southland 93 to 5. Yeah. And then they also beat Napier yesterday, I think, or this weekend. They beat Napier 62 to 7. So it's pretty. There, there must have been other results as well, but those are the three that I've seen in the headlines. Yeah, but, the but but presumably, I don't really understand that. I don't know who's who in New Zealand schoolboy rugby, but I'm presuming if they're sending teams to this, they they some of their best teams. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. They they're not the best, but they're like in the top ten, I think. So Christchurch yeah, is a pretty and, pretty good school historically. Like they produced Dan Carter and and guys like that, and Southland. God, no, I'm, I'm going to say something horribly wrong now. But Southland also have have produced All Blacks. Um, and, 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 and and these teams are being dicked on. Yeah, by, but like seriously fucked up. But, but, but like, like, like it seems like, you know, Grey College could have sent their second team and yeah. beaten these teams quite comfortably kind of thing. So, yeah, yeah. it does sort of raise the point that South African schoolboy rugby <coughs> seems, seems to, mm. uh, you know significantly ahead of New Zealand schoolboy rugby. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I mean, so look, to be fair, like as we, we point out, these, these aren't the best teams. I'm trying to remember what the names of the, the two or three best teams are that have won like the local school championship for the last few years. But, you know, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, I mean, it's so the question that's been going around on Twitter then is, you know, why, like if we can, if our second and third best teams or first and second best teams can beat their fifth or sixth best teams by this margin, what's happening to the players between high school and, and super rugby? Because you can bet that there are a few guys in these Napier, Southland, Christchurch teams who are going to go on to become super rugby players. And similarly from Paul Ross and Gray Bloom. So like, how does it get turned around so dra- dramatically from this point? Yeah, I mean that's that's the debate. I but, guess. but 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 even even if you look at it like, because under under I would say relative to the other teams, our under twenty ones, our junior Springboks are stronger than our Springboks, like relatively. Uh, not really the last couple of years, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, generally, and then then our schoolboy, yeah. our schoolboy seem the best in the world. I'm prepared to say that South African schoolboy rugby is the best in the world. Because they also, they also, they also dicking on the English teams. Yeah, no, they they dick on everyone, like, yeah, including like the smaller so, schools so, like ours. Yeah, so 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 yeah, so so what what's happening that in under say under eighteen under seventeen we best in the world. Yeah. By under twenty we may be third. Yeah. Consistently. And now when we get to sort of, you know, open rugby, whatever you want to call it, we fifth. Yeah. Um, and that's if, if we're lucky we're fifth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah and like, like, how's this actually happened now? Mm-hmm. From what I've seen, what uh, Wim's posited as a theory is that at the very junior level, we are playing very, it's almost like at a senior level, patterned rugby. You know, they're running lines, they're running patterns and that, which is not difficult to drill in that into players whereas the New Zealanders they're playing less that patterned approach and more developing skills mm. and that so they so they're foregoing the idea of like drilling 
lines and having very structured gameplay and having the New Zealand boys just learning their skills in that at rather at the junior level and then focusing on the running lines and that at the senior level rather whereas our guys then are only running drills both junior and senior and then are missing essentially that sort of sort of experimental mm -hmm. phase in their youth and that to develop skills and iq and so forth Mm. Are you saying are you saying part of every boy's rugby education should be to play rugby on LSD at some point? Fuck at least at least you got a microdose <laughs> for two games. It's worth a try. That's, I would look, um, I one hundred percent think that's an excellent idea. But at least to be fair, try to think I think a good chunk of my Smuts team played not on LSD but definitely on pot. Okay, um, we weren't smuts. good. We weren't good, but yeah. Oh, my dad was in Smuts. Yeah, okay, fair. I don't think he was there. Oh, when there you go. Yeah, I don't no, think no, he. No. I don't think he and I overlapped, but yeah. I oh, know I was at rugby. Now you know Now you know your dad played rugby on pot, Alex. That's a that's a fun fact you probably didn't know about your father before. Uh, I don't know if he played for the Smuts team. He, he also got kicked out of university quite early on in his career. Oh, then he could have played uh, for Smuts. Oh well, then he probably definitely played rugby on pot. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> But uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, so I like the idea of that one's got. I think that it's probably true because if you see like the, a lot of the like, but I don't know, it's difficult because when you look at a team, I, I don't know, I'm going to wander into some cultural stereotyping here, but like Gray Bloom, Paul Ruiz, Paul Boys, Paul Jim, these are traditionally Afrikaans schools mm. and they're also traditionally our best, our strongest schools. Afrikaans schoolboy rugby in my experience is played in a particular way it's very physical it's very direct it's, it's, it's would, you know what i would say the best word for it is is brutal it is brutal it's yeah. fucking brutal like it's, yeah, like, it's like, actually about, and you know it's actually awesome as well like it's think how many of you you're, awesome, you're awestruck when you look at these fucking two meter 110 yeah, like, kg like, like, like awesome in sort of the, the biblical sense of awesome. Yeah, like, Old Testament. It's a fucking spectrum. And, <laughs> and, and it's, it's obviously like incredibly effective. And like when someone like, you know, 17-year-old Bowden Barrett comes across with a school, you know, uh, on a school tour or whatever, like he might be an all-black great, you know, up-and-comer. But at some point, he's going to run into a fucking brick wall in the form of, you know, Jan Barenstein yep. or whatever. Um, yeah, and the seventh generation yeah. farmer, like. yeah, and when, and when there's, when there's like yeah, and when there's 15 of those guys, you know, lined up against you, and like you're still in your high school team, so probably only three or four of you are, are future professionals. It's yeah, like you're gonna get overpowered, unfortunately. But the problem is like the problem I've got is that if you look at a lot of other schools in South Africa, so the one that springs to mind at the moment is obviously Bishops because they're also a traditional... Oh, I wouldn't say play, Bishops, play, Bishops play such a nice brand of rugby, though. Like, and I, play, don't like, I don't like yeah. Bishops, but I really like the way they play rugby. Uh, well, let me just... Like, look, no one likes Bishops. I don't think even Bishops boys like Even, Bishops, even people who go to Bishops are kind yeah. of like, oh, fuck, we, do but, we have know, to? It's, but, it's, uh, it's an institution, and like, in, especially in rugby terms, like it's one of the bigger schools in South African rugby. And they play a very different way to the way that like Paul boys play because they don't have that attitude of like you know grind them down into dust or whatever yeah, but, but, like, but they, they, they also don't they don't have the they don't have the same stock to pull on because you know they're not pulling on seventh generation farmers they're pulling on you know city boys and english kids basically yeah, yeah, yeah but like this is the thing right because 
they got a d- totally different attitude and a totally different approach to schoolboy rugby with similar levels of results. Like obviously they're they're not achieving the same level of success that like Paul Boys is, but they're consistently top ten, I would say, in the school in the country. And they produce guys like Dylan Lades and uh, like Nick Costa and um, I'm trying to think of a few other examples. Crucial Gibbs, the greatest rugby player never to have played <laughs> yeah. together. I'm trying to think of more recent guys, but my point is that those guys have also kind of fell short of their potential, mm. right? So it's not just the fact that we're producing these big lumps at schoolboy level that then don't have the the the, the, the rugby IQ. Yeah, the rugby IQ. We're also producing guys with like, I mean, you've, we've all seen that video of Dylan Lads when he was in uh, grade 12, and on on YouTube, right? You've seen those highlights. I'm gonna say yes. yeah, just to save face, yes. Okay, well, I'll send them to you anyway, because they are yeah, honestly do. some of the say, best, some of the best schoolboy rugby highlights I've ever seen. It's unbelievable. And you're just like, this guy's a natural-born rugby player. And then seven years later, or whatever it is, he's like still fucking around. And he's like, he's good enough to make a super rugby team, but it is the Stormers. And, you know, everyone's kind of like, he's there in the team until the Stormers can get someone better, basically. So... We're letting our players down when they graduate from high school level somewhere, and it's not just in terms of lack of rugby IQ. Yeah, and what, so, and what so you say we 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 almost letting them down on both ends of the spectrum. Like, yeah, we not we not teaching the the brutes to kind of play a more intelligent game. Yeah, and then we actually not giving the sort of the the flair players the freedom to play yeah. their to kind of oh. take their game to the yeah. next level, like someone like Curtly Beal or James O'Connell, or Bowden Barrett has. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, even like it's 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 a it's a whole spectrum. Like it's a holistic failure because even if you look at a guy like Nick Costa, who most people agree is probably the most talented rugby player to come out of school South African schools in you know, recent memory, yeah. at least if you if you're our age, and probably one of the most talented rugby players to never make it as a Springbok from South Africa. He was big and fast and skillful. He had it like he literally was the complete package. Nick Costa. Anyone who watched him play for Bishops was like. This guy probably he could have been like the James O'Connor, you know, playing. Yo, yo, rugby, like like watching Nick, watching Nick Costa play for Bishops, you're like, this guy's going to make the Springboks before he's twenty. Yes, exactly. Like he should have been like the Francois Stan level kind of guy. Yeah. And just never went anywhere. And that was partly because like the Stormers just fucked around with him and were like, is he a loose forward? Is he a wing? We can't decide. So let's just like play him half half. And he just never developed properly. So. I don't want to like. I think basically what it comes down to is that we pigeonhole players too much. So the big guys don't get coached how to have skills, and the small guys don't get coached how to play smart, like you know to use their skill, their, their, like their lack of size to an advantage. Because look at how yeah, like yeah. Cheslin Colby's gone overseas, and suddenly he's a fucking revelation. I and mean, it's not that he's necessarily gotten like more skillful. He was always that good at stepping, and he was always that quick. Or okay, Ant's gonna call me out on this because he's, he's not fast. I agree, he's not that fast, but he's he's rapid. Like he's got acceleration. Yeah, quick no, yeah, yeah. Chase and Colby is not quick. Chase and Colby accelerates. Yeah, yeah exactly. I reckon he's but, probably the fastest over ten meters in rugby. Yeah, but he's always been like this, right? So why does he have to go to France to play for Toulouse to be kind of recognized for a Springbok level player? It's because it's like the mindset that we keep players in when they come out of high school and varsity cup and carry cup. Like we keep them in this mindset of like this is what you do, this is what you are, these are your limitations. And you will never free yourself of these. Or if you like, you know, a, a two meter ten lock from Paul Russ, like you have no limitations. You don't need to develop. If you're JP Peterson and you're like a former lock playing wing, 
and you can run the 100 in like 10, 3 or whatever it is, you're never going to tell him, JP, you need to learn how to tackle. No, and, that, and like this, JP Peterson was never a complete winger because he just had no technique because <laughs> all his coaches were like, fuck, what am I going to do? Tell the two meter wing that he, he needs more technique. This guy's got it all. So it's like a chronic problem. And I don't know, like we've, we've obviously gone on about this a little bit too long, but I just think that there's so much wrong with the way we are like our, our conveyor belt of rugby talent in South Africa. And no, no, but, but I, I want to say to, to, to question, um, I know this is like spitting in Jesus's face, <laughs> but I, I don't think, I don't think the problems at schoolboy level. No, no, no. Well, yeah, I guess. I, don't I, think, I think, I think, do you know, do you know what, as a schoolboy coach, you pick from a hundred players, 200 players, whatever it is, mm. and you make the best with what you're given. If yeah. you in, if you at um, whatever um, Grey Bloom or whatever, and you're constantly getting, you know, two meter tall Afrikaners, that's mm. the game you're going to play. If you at Bishops and you're constantly getting these guys who've been playing three hours of touch a day since they were eight, that's yeah. the game you're going to play. Like yeah. it's not mm. their fault. It's the next levels because these guys are like also they like part time geography teachers or whatever yeah, who coach the like you you can't you can't put accountability on these people you have to put it on the next the and I I think it's the franchises that are letting letting players down yeah uh, I think that's that's pretty consistent with what Worm said I think for me the problem isn't that the schools should be teaching them to be more rounded they just need to teach them to be more teachable yeah yeah so that no, when maybe. so that when they leave high school they open-minded and that they can be taught better and then it's on the franchises to actually do that take it to the next level but, 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 but surely what kind of schoolboy comes to the franchise being like you know what fuck i'm 18 i know everything do do they come like that i'm yeah. pretty sure james o'connor did uh what's his face yeah, but he didn't know everything uh, how good was james o'connor he was so that's... good yeah he was good like i think james o'connor's got steadily worse since he was about 16 <laughs> like, yeah, he, he, he peaked at the age of like 17 and a half yeah. yeah. Well, I was gonna say, well, uh, who's gonna come up later today? Akar, his brother apparently had a similar attitude like that in at the Bulls, and that's why he's had to go off to Scotland, where they yeah. where the weather's sort of beaten that attitude out of him. It's tough to be arrogant in Scotland, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, no, no one's arrogant in Scotland. No. In fact, <laughs> you're very, very aware of your own limitations when you're living in that kind of place. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, speaking of arrogance, uh, okay. the ja ja what is essentially called the ja Japan A side, which is largely the Brave Blossoms, got thumped by the Hurricane Hunters, 52-31 on Friday. Yeah, so the Hurricanes beat team, basically. Yeah, the, the Hurricanes are guys who aren't really, I mean, they're playing like... Yeah. Like no, it was like Fletch, Fletcher Smith and Celesi Rayasi. Ah, Celesi Rayasi is good. Is good. No, no, don't, no, don't, like don't, 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 don't lump Rayasi in with Fletcher Smith. And so then I, I don't need to. Peter your twenty fourth draft pick. Huh? I'm telling you, if Celesi Rayasi would have been as good as Severice if he'd got a start. <laughs> The, the big the big call sponsored by Ata. Ata. Is Ata still a thing? 
I, I don't think so. <laughs> but then again, either is Sebi Reese. So Silly Siri, I see is the thing. I'm telling you, Alex. I'm telling you, you're going to be... This is going to be like George Bridge all over again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let me go on the record and say that I agree that Siri is a good player. Because I don't want this to come up in 2022. <laughs> when you wanted to win, he's your second pick in the draft or whatever. And then I'll bring it up. Are you, are you railed on him back in the day? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so what, what was the outcome of that game, Matt? Uh, the Hurricane Hunters thumped them like 50 something, 30 something, 52 32, okay. I think. So, so Japanese rugby hasn't been so, uh, helped yeah, by so the they, fact that they play super rugby, is that what you're saying? Yeah, the, by the yeah, fact that they kept their best players out of super rugby, and then when their best players were available for super rugby, they're like, ah, you know what we're going to do? Mini Lions mm. tour of our own, let's go. So let me ask you, do you think that the, the actual Sunwolves would have done better? Yes. Yes, because they've actually they... played rugby with each other. Yeah. Because I think so. This... They so so the 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 Sun Wolves have a better record against New Zealand teams than the play the Brave Blossoms do. Um, at the moment, yes, as it stands. But but I, mean, I, I, for, for I, w- I would say yes. But the Sun the Sun Wolves would beat the Brave Blossoms. So. Yeah, I reckon. The I think Sun... I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they've got Hader. Big call, Alex. Do you want to do you want to call it make it a big call? It's a, I mean, it's a medium call. Like yeah, I think like a, it's not a yeah. it's not a ridiculous call. Like yeah. no one's going to tell you to get the top. fuck out of the building. <laughs> no, no barman's going to refuse you a drink after. Like no, no, you're clearly <laughs> drunk. I cannot you serve, serve you <laughs> legally. <laughs> should, 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 that, should that be the the qualification for big call? Yeah. If a barman would serve you after saying it, yeah, like, yeah, if a barman it. would if a barman would serve you, it's not a big call. Yeah, yeah. So like if a barman so. says like I can't responsibly give you another drink right now because clearly you are <laughs> not speaking. So you am. You, 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 you have it, mate. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I like that. Good. Alright. Well, anyway, it doesn't bode very well. Like people are talking about. Um, like the fact that the Sunwolves have been kicked out of Super Rugby as being like a bad sort of precursor to the World Cup being hosted in Japan. But I think the fact that we haven't seen the top Japanese players playing any rugby and then they suddenly pitch up and lose to the second string team for the Hurricanes, that's probably a worse sign, if you ask me. No, I stand by that too. So so I, I, I can get another drink after that. Yeah, you're allowed to drink. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay, speaking of people who aren't allowed drinks because they're making wildly outlandish claims, RFU... Ben! Ben, 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 so you and the RFU both oppose nation, the nation's championship owing to catastrophic regulation, or relegation, not regu- relegation fears. So essentially, RFU's like, wait, 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 this whole World League thing that you guys are talking about could be horrible for us if for some reason one day we do get relegated because then no one's going to want to watch us play in tier two and we're going to have to yeah. sell twickenham for yes. two years yeah well he has a he has a tip don't lose to fucking italy then just make sure you've still the, got italy in your league yeah this is the best possible argument that i've heard so far for the introduction of the of the nation's league because that's an admission of what like Georgia has to live through all the time. Yeah, it's like, no, we refuse you know, to England, England being like, but wait, why would we want to be relegated? No one will watch us. And Georgia's like, fucking thank you. Yeah. That's what we've been saying. And Georgia, <laughs> if you guys <laughs> promote us to the Six Nations, maybe we'll get some crowds in. Yeah. 
Which is funny because Georgia is like one of the few countries where like rugby is their national sport. Yeah. Where it's like constantly... And they're good at it. Yeah. They're good at it. Like they're better than the Italians. So fucking Italians can fuck off. Yeah. Well, fucking everyone's better. You're, 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 if, you're gra- if you had 15 grandmothers, Alex, they could take the Italians. I think we've, uh, we've, we've established that, Yeah, Alex's grandmother is a phenomenal... You know, we've, we've, discussed, we've established Alex's grand is a prolific athlete. Actually. She is a phenomenal yeah. athlete. Yeah, probably better than Celestia Rossi. Yeah, She's not better than Celestia <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to draft him now, actually. I don't, I don't care about my plans. I'm, I'm, I'm picking him up as a free agent today, just to uh, prove it. My mind games are working. <laughs> Speaking okay. of mind games, I think SA Rugby might be... SA Rugby Mag, sorry, not SA Rugby. SA Rugby Magazine might be a day early with their April Fool stories as they announced that Nas Buerta has been named the Indian rugby coach ahead of their, uh, what is it, third, 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 third division league. Asian yeah, third rugby championship. championship. But Asia is such a hot bit of rugby, you can see why they're only in the third division. Yeah, but this is what I don't understand, because yeah, Buerta is helping India prepare for their third division in Indonesia, where the India have been grouped with hosts, with hosts and China. Okay, uh, China, okay. I suppose. But I would have thought China would be in second division by now, not third. Yeah, but China, because they, I don't know who the South China Dragons are, but they played the Western Force the other day and they actually did all right. Like, I think it was, the Western Force won, but like it not, wasn't a, is that not maybe like the, Hong, the Hong Kong team in disguise or something? Yeah, like South China could just be like, yeah, Hong Kong. Oh, the, uh, the Hong Kong would never call themselves China voluntarily. Yeah, that's true. Uh, fair, fair point. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Okay, so, so the question is: this is this real? Um, well, because I think it, re- I think it reads like a like an April Fool's joke, and they either like set it for a scheduled post tomorrow and, and fucked up the date. I don't want to be funny, but would... there's a link to, uh, there's a hot link. So you know the link there to a report newspaper article with the same headline: Bas Nas Rechno Indisa Rugby Span Af. Okay. You but should I, read all the Afrikaans articles. Never let them touch that language again. Okay? Yeah, um, I'm not but, paying but, the money but, to. But, but I, I, because if you think about, yeah, but if you think about Victor Matfield being offered the Bulls coaching job, yeah. and that was like that's a proper job, yeah. and yeah. he was like, I, I don't want this because because there's no there's no real job security. And Super Sports basically a really cushy gig where you know you Apparently, add very little value and presumably get paid quite a bit. According to why the, would Nas why would Nas put that at risk? According <laughs> to the the report new article that's behind a paywall, so I'm fucked if I'm reading the whole thing. Uh, the, the aren't SA, you going to use all those mil- those millions of Korean dong you're earning to one, break that one, paywall, one, man? One, bro, one. <laughs> not one, oh, sorry, sorry. Let's let's not get totally <laughs> sensitive here, bit. Uh, apparently, it's it's not expected to it's impact. Yeah, it's not expected to impact on his role as a super sport analyst. Fuck knows okay. how. So unless he's that's, like, that's that's a shame to be honest, because I I've been looking for a reason to impact his performance. To be fair, has he been? Yeah. To, I haven't. I don't. I haven't watched uh, essentially a Super Rugby broadcast this season in SA. So is he on the panel yeah. anymore? 
Oh, no. I, I, I tune in as the game starts and I watch golf at halftime. So. Yeah, I, I don't watch golf, but I don't watch the halftime. No, that's what I'm just saying. Uh, so, we've gone, so none of us can argue if he's actually there or not. No one can confirm. But I, I, I'm sorry. Like, this just doesn't... None of this makes sense, which isn't to say that it isn't true. You gotta remember Nas also tried to go play American football for a year. So you know it's it's <laughs> that's, that's lucrative and that's that's also a vibe. Like I'd go do that. I'd yeah, go fucking be a kicker for a in India. There must be like okay, let's try this once. Well, yeah, fuck, have you guys been watching IPL? There is money in India. Yeah, exactly. No, so hang just... on, hang on, hang on. There's money in cricket in India. Yeah, but that's something yeah, like Yeah, but that, this is the thing. The, apparently there are only three thousand male rugby players in India. Yeah. Uh, like um, unregistered. Yeah, three thousand eight hundred men and one thousand three hundred women, which is actually pretty oh, sorry, close. That's like that's a pretty good ratio. Yeah. But I would say Stellenbosch has more. Stellenbosch, I would say, has more registered rugby players in India. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google this because I'm, I'm pretty sure you're 100 right. Because the last time I checked, which was like five years ago, the Stellenbosch <laughs> rugby rugby union, which included like Marty's and a few other clubs, mm. actually had more registered players than the, the whole of Australian rugby union. Which makes sense. Oh, okay, so de- definitely, yeah. I just want to see if I'm, if I'm making that up. That theory does yeah. But anyway, I, it just it doesn't make sense. Like, there's there's so many more teams that he could have worked at if if that's what he wanted to do. Like, he could have probably he could have gotten a gig with like the Limpopo Blue Bulls or something. He could have walked into a domestic job yeah. with his just with his name. I'm not saying he's good at it. He's probably really mm. really shit, but. I just don't buy that he was headhunted by the Indian oh, no, team, no, or that, or that he's, or that he's been like browsing, you know, jobs.com for like rugby head coaching positions. No, I don't know. Like none of this makes sense, and it also doesn't but add sure, up. Sure, surely, because I would say you would pay, you would pay a premium for NOS, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't, but I can understand why yeah, someone like doesn't know. Yeah, but like a country like India would. Yeah, I can understand why they might think that he's still like, yeah. I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. I also think that if they wanted someone, they could have gotten someone else, like someone who doesn't have a, a pretty well-paying gig as a super sport analyst. You know, like there are a lot of former rugby stars out there who aren't really doing much with their life. Yeah. So I don't think that they would have gone straight for Nice, um, unless they had made a mistake and got hold of the wrong person. But we'll see. I mean, if this if it comes and goes tomorrow, there isn't some big haha got you from SA Rugby Mag and Report newspaper, then, yeah, the Indians are fucking weird. Mm. <laughs> and I can I can accept that. Are you yeah. going there, Alex? Aren't you you're going there in April? You can go say hi to North. Yeah. I'll, I mean, fuck, maybe I'll get a job as like an assistant coach or something. Apparently he's just handing that yeah. out these days. Yeah. Well, who's... Well, Boetta's taken former Bulls hooker, Yanni Brooks... And coach Christy Batendach with him as part of his coaching staff. Okay. Well, maybe I'll be like the water boy or something. Yeah. Oh, you can be no, backline like, coach. You, you can be backline coach. You're not, you're not better than Christy Bacon. Well, what's Nas going to do if uh, Alex yeah. is back? No, Nas is kicking. I can totally coach the backline of a, of a team that Nas is head coach for. Because I'll just tell like numbers 12 to 15, like but 11 to 15. No, like, yeah, 12 to 15 over here. We're just gonna do like laps around the field because you, you guys don't need ball skills. Don't worry. Yeah, Nas is just gonna Nas is gonna kick, teach the ten to kick everything fucking away. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. So I think Let's that. Move on. 
that's all the news. So we can eventually move on to this weekend's games. Okay, cool. Starting... Well then, well done for making it this far, listeners. Yeah, well then, everyone, especially Adam, if you got this far, we congratulate you. Shout out. It's been just under Maybe an take hour. A, take I... a toilet break if you need one. Yeah, let's, should we wait Fuck, for... We, should, we... should we keep quiet for like five minutes to give everyone an opportunity <laughs> to go to the bathroom? So, like, you know they announced like in-games coming out that's going to be like three hours long? Yeah. And everyone on the internet was like, oh my god. Meanwhile, like ERB podcast <laughs> listeners are like, like only three hours. Like, oh. what, what are we gonna do for the last hour of our time? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So first game. Speaking of speaking of three-hour-long movies, the the Rohimria Riders beat the the, the, the non-hunter version. Yeah, I did it again. But I'm at least a, I'm at least a whole beer down now. That's that's how long we've been recording. I've drunk a beer. I need to go fetch a second. I think. Let's just call them the Boomfers. Just the Boomfers, yeah. The Boomfers out Boomford Hurricanes, who were clearly short their hunters, and yeah, and score eight thirty two to the Canes. Fuck if if they if they had Ryasi, that would really help them. I think. <laughs> their, their chief hunter. I don't know if Ryasi scored it. Try. Peter, I know I saw. He scored, Peter... he scored a brace. I follow Ryasi's career more closely than his mother does. He scored two tries. Yeah. I see. I think Peter Munger Jensen. So. He scored a try at least this season so far compared to Thomas. He, 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 he's a pretty mad center. Are you eyeing him out? Thomas or Peter? Peter. Oh, Tom, Peter. Thomas is the one who's actually playing yeah, Super Thomas Rugby. Thomas is the one who's playing Super Rugby. <laughs> 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 That's so that makes him, if anything, that makes him more suitable for Matt's fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that makes him surely, Matt. Are you, are you, you typing up the email now? I don't know. I'm checking who was the hooker for the Hunters at this rate. <laughs> oh fuck y'all because socks are bleak at the moment eh? yeah. it's good it's bad yeah. yeah I'm looking forward to just having Akka ride the bench for like the next six weeks I think he'd be riding the bench um, be on, on, on vacation yeah, yeah him and Skull him and Skull can come to Mauritius and have I, a few bruises with I, me I, that photo of the two oh, we'll get there but I'm just going to say now that photo the two of them after the after the match hmm. should 100 yeah. be captioned when you and your mates plan to get six weeks off for holiday, work out perfectly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, okay. okay, so about um, the Crusaders Hurricanes, let's talk about that game for now. I'm trying to think back to this. was a long time ago. Um, yeah, Friday it morning. does feel longer ago than Friday. Yeah. I'm going to say that the Crusaders didn't play particularly well. Okay. The Hurricanes played badly. Okay, okay. Yeah. I only saw the first half hour or so, but it did feel like the, it wasn't like a smooth Hurricanes performance by any means. But I, I don't think it was a... It was a solid Crusaders performance, mm. but it wasn't... Because I, I left um, after about half an hour or so, like thinking to myself, God, Nani Lama, he's just fucked me again. Because like, he has these down weeks, you know? Like, he, he has to recharge his energy or something, and he just has a week where he gets a single-digit score. And it looked yeah, like La, he was... Lamapi's, Lamapi's a hard player. You almost you need to balance him with, like, a sort of a guy who will consistently get you 40. Mm. Well, you, yeah, I mean, you I've, can't I've have, got, you can't got, like, have two centers, like... Yeah, mm. Brady and also good. He's but you can't, have two, you can't have two centers, like... You can't have, like, Lamapi and Karevi. 
Yeah, that's just true. Two... Yeah. The odds, the odds that like there's a chance that they're both just gonna have an off day, and you <coughs> yeah. get like twelve points between the two of them. Yeah. But then he, I saw he ended up scoring, but it wasn't, it wasn't like a ninety line map he tried. It was just like a. Yeah, it was it like a bit ninety line map. But he did. He he ran over. Who did he run over? Yeah, he, he only ran over two people. Like that's. So that barely that's line nothing. Nani Lamapi runs over two people in the middle of the night on his way to the bathroom, Ben. Like, he just... In the, in the, in the post-match interview, Marco Marks makes two turnovers and Lani Lamapi runs over two people. Everyone hates the post-match handshakes of the Hurricanes because Lamapi just runs over everyone instead. Did you see that thing on Twitter with Scott Barrett shaking Jordy Barrett's hand? Yes, strangers. And funny. then afterwards, afterwards, like Lamapi, who I can't imagine Scott Barrett and Lamapi on oh, yeah. like, yeah, you know, they like, embrace. They like hold gives, each other. They yeah. like embrace the full, each other. Like, hey boy, how's it going? What's up, how's your mother? <laughs> and the Barretts just deadpan. I don't think they even <laughs> said a word to each no, other. No, they didn't. I reckon they must have been, they must have been big talk from fucking Jordy at like the Sunday lunch the previous weekend about how they were gonna. Be good against the hurricanes. Oh, I thought I thought Jordy I thought Jordy was banned from Sunday lunch. Like he had to sit in the lounge. Yeah, but he's not, just Barrett. But not, not his own lounge, someone else's lounge. Yeah. Yeah. He ends up in the wrong lounge every week. But yeah. <laughs> he just his mom says go sit in the lounge and next thing you know he's he's on he's on TV like Jordy Barrett caught eating yeah. chicken nuggets. It's... <laughs> but um uh... it looked like it also looked like Scott might have ghosted um uh Bodie Barrett just before that, like right oh, at the beginning of the clip, it looks like he just kind of walked straight past him. Ooh. But I'm wondering if, just to give them the benefit of the doubt, because the Barretts don't seem like a family that actually have beef. No, um, I, I reckon that probably what happened is they'd already kind of seen each other as oh, the whistle yeah. had gone yeah. and given each other like a bit of a bro hug or whatever <laughs> and, then, and then joined the line for like the formal handshake. So that by that yeah. point, like they'd already kind of, you know, done the pat on the back. So then it was just like a formality. Oh. I'm just being generous. No, no. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. maybe like the, the backyard cricket game was fucking tense this weekend now because of this. <laughs> oh, no, so yeah, if, if if we were Hello Magazine, you know, you'd speculate like a massive rift in the Baron. But yeah, fuck, you probably talk to the guy all the time. Like, why must yeah. you also like have banter with him after the game? Like, who cares? You know what I reckon? I reckon the Barretts have got like a like a 15-year-old tally. Of back of backyard cricket scores, yes, it's like, and like on a, a like chalkboard, a, a like a leaderboard, on a yeah, but like it's somewhere. Uh, yeah, either on a chalkboard or like in like a massive kind of book, ledger. like a port, like a like yeah, a ledger, like they literally have a ledger of like a, backyard a, a cricket, a tome, a tome, a tome, like, and like, like that's other what Afrikaans they, people have like those family Bibles. Yeah, and like I reckon they I reckon they give. <laughs> zero shits about like super rugby and all blacks and shit like that and the only source of tension is who's like currently in the lead in on backyard runs. cricket yeah, yeah like like Bowden averages 41.2 but you know yeah. controversially in like 2013 the yeah. pool was a designated field and he hit it into the pool then he refused yeah. to get out and it was it was yeah. ever or like the yeah. like the one of the sheepdogs that like, grabbed the ball and ran away with it, and then so Jordy tried to claim that, um, he, hit, that would, he hit a six because it would, would, would that sheepdog be called Perry Sheepu? <laughs> <laughs> they would definitely call their sheepdog Perry Sheep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> or or Sheepo Lalala. Great name. Okay, <laughs> okay. Sorry, we we. we <laughs> 
believe. Have we actually talked about rugby at all? Yeah, we no. all sort of. We've touched rugby. Like we said, the one team played worse than the other team, and the team that played better wasn't playing good either. I, I, I think we should. I think we should call ourselves the the, the rugby adjacent podcast. No, yeah, which is fine. Okay, so we should we move on? Speak more games. It's, it's a niche. It's a niche. No, no, no. We're very niche. <laughs> Admitted, admittedly niche. Yeah. Admittedly no. niche. So speaking of admittedly niche, the Sunwolves got another win this weekend over the Waratahs, 29-31. See, see, but, but that I know you're feeling because you didn't even awoo. So oh, obviously fuck, yeah. you just you just. No, but why? Why? Like, who are the fucking Waratahs? Who cares? Uh, but that's a, it's the Admittedly, the Waratahs, I think, are now four and one against the Sunwolves, <laughs> but still. That's that flat. No, but like, but, yeah, but I, I think uh, I think one it shows the, the the how much of an outlier that Waratahs beating the Crusaders was. Yeah, I think so. Be, because because so many people are like, no, it was a, a gutsy Sunwolves performance, but it wasn't actually. The Sunwolves just kind of went to work. Yeah. The, the Waratahs went to work, and the Sunwolves were better. Yeah. Like it's not like you yeah. know sometimes you see those games where like. You know, like if when like Scotland beats England or whatever, and it's just like a yeah. a massive, um, you know, it's just basically Scotland. Yeah, Scotland like, they defending to, like, the... like dig deep and do like the whole sort of Braveheart speech at halftime, or whatever, and like defy yeah, and, the odds. And Scot- it wasn't like that. Scotland it was defending their line for like forty minutes or whatever it is. Like it, it wasn't that game. It was, it was just, just a... yeah, yeah was, like the Sun was... game. Yeah, the Sun Wolves did their thing. The Waratahs did their thing, and the Sun Wolves won. Yeah. Mm. The Sunwolves had Hedor and Grant Hutting. Yeah, like... Oh, God, how good yeah, was fuck, how, how, how good was Hedor's kick? Fuck, that mm. kick from the, from the edge. Oh, God, this match. Because like we, we, we are talking about... We are talking about this in the group. Mm. And we are saying, kicking-wise, Hedor is probably six to nine points better than Bowden Barrett a game, huh? Yeah, if it's yeah. for kicking, yeah. But, On average. But you don't have Bowden for kicking. Yeah, burden yeah. for everything. Well, yeah, but they, they they still make him kick, so it's part of his yeah, you know it's part, part of, of his job. job yeah. But then we were like, how much? How many? So then we were saying, how many points is Bowden worth outside of his kicking? Well, becomes an interesting. Well, for every well, he hasn't done it that much this year, but for every cross kick he sets up, essentially, cross kick try in the corner he sets up. It's five points versus the two he's missed for the conversion. Yeah. No, but also, also like he's obviously his passing game. He's yeah. he often scores. I say as a fly half, he scores a lot. So. Mm, for a fly half, he doesn't do too badly. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what's the next game? Oh, next we, game. are we done with this? No, yeah, so we, think, do we want to talk I'm about just, anything else? Just trying to think of the any. I don't know. But what the Waratahs They just they just like go to sleep. Mm. Yeah. Because on paper, the Waratahs their backline is so good. Yeah, because I mean it was like yeah. Bill. F- fuck, they were led by Australian starting scrum off. Mm. I'm telling you. No, Mac fucking no. Phipps we is... we must talk about Mac Mason. Oh, Mac Mason. Oh yeah. Yes. So Phipps Phipps Mason. Is... so yeah. Let's say. So let, let... I saw I saw people say on Twitter like I, I think I, I I tried to preempt it yesterday on our chat group, but it it was inevitable. Guys on Twitter being like, listen, Mac Mason's hardly ever played any Super Rugby. Like he hasn't played that much shoot shield See, or whatever. Like they Damon rugby. Willinson last year. Look at what he yeah, did. Yeah. He's he's 24 years old and like I know our our standards have changed with modern rugby because like 
uh, you know, 10 years ago, like, you know, uh, in 1995, a 24-year-old fly half was new. going to the World Cup would have been like, wow, you know, this guy's so young to be so talented or whatever. Okay, obviously, Jonah Lombard changed that that perception. But, but like, generally speaking, at that, at that mm, point yeah. in rugby, 24 was young. Nowadays, like, if you're 24, you've seen you, at least you should one be like, Cup. You should, you're probably in your prime as, like, a rugby player nowadays mm. because... I, I, would, I would say if you're 24, you are, you've probably re- you've you, you've probably reached the highest level you're going to play at, unless you may be a prop. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. the, they, the forwards. Front they, they, the, they, so they, they peak a bit later. But yeah. I would say if you if you're 24 and you haven't played for your country yet, you're probably not going to play for your country. There's one exception, Hadley Parks. Mm. Hadley Parks inexplicably <laughs> spent. Like four or five years playing Super Rugby for like or for the Blues, for the Kings, for the Hurricanes, and he was just terrible everywhere he went. He was terrible, <coughs> and then he lands up at Scarlets 2014, and suddenly he's like God's gift to Welsh rugby, and uh, he's been fucking amazing. He just won a Grand Slam, and that was when he was like 28 or something. Like he he started playing Welsh rugby at the age of like 28, and he's no, like, no, he's the at the age of 31, he's like their, their best player, pretty much. No, no, no. Sorry, that's <laughs> not true. Careful, Sorry. Alan Jones okay, is going to come to rugby, you saying something like yeah, that. Squidge Rugby is going to fucking murder me if, if I say that. Alan Wynn Jones is Adam, amazing. Adam, uh, Alex, we're going to just put out for CVs now because you're not going to be on the next episode, I think. You're going <laughs> no, mur- to be like strangled by like sheep's wool or something <laughs> in your sleep. <laughs> I was just, I was being hyperbolic just to make my point. Like Hadley Parks made it really late in his career, so it can happen. But... Mac Mason, you're 24 years old. This isn't the first time you've played senior rugby. You really should have been better than you were. Against a team like the Sunwolves, you should have been better than yeah, this. I'm sorry. But it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't seem like they practiced together all week. It was just like Courtney Beale said, oh, fuck, Bernard Foley isn't inside of me this week. What's going yeah. on? Like, honestly, like... It was like these people had never met before and they just chucked him in there. Yeah, I know he's like, like, okay. Out. I know Israel Falau gets really uncomfortable when Bernard Foley isn't inside him every week, but basically, <laughs> yeah, like it, it clearly, it, it seemed like they didn't have a backup plan to Bernard Foley. Like they've just put all their money on him as the sort of franchise fly half Classic. and they haven't really bothered. Because the same thing happened last year, right? Remember, like they, yeah. they crumbled when they tried, they kept moving around, like does Beal play fly half and like Israel Falau play center or do we play like... I don't know someone else like Higgety. I, I, like, I don't. I don't think. It, I don't think it's taking it seriously though, because realistically, Foley's injured. Foley's on arrest. You have to play BLF Flyhoff. Yeah. That's the. That's the option. Yeah. They. They. It's. It's a. It's a fucking no-brainer. Mm. Why? Why are they even? What? What? What was the purpose of Mac Mason? Well, I think it makes sense because they. They're obviously saying, "Oh shit, you know, it's World Cup year. As soon as the the whistle blows in the final Australian game at the World Cup." Curtly Beal, Israel Folau, okay, he's staying, but like Curtly Beal, Bernard Foley, Michael Hooper, um, Sokobi Kepu, I don't know, maybe a couple of other guys are all looking for CV, uh, like shipping out their CVs to look for jobs in Europe and, and Japan. Mm. So what's our plan for 2020? Because Beal's probably not going to be here either. So we need another fly half who's going to be our next Bernard Foley and take us for the next four or five years. I mean, like they, it's, and if you're going to take that risk at any at any point, it's going to be your home game against the Sunwolves. Like that's your easiest game of the year. So it's just like they don't have options. They don't have anyone better than Mac Mason. 
and now they know that but we could have probably told them that before do you know do you know how hard draft 2020 is going to be don't even tell me we basically every good player goes over. you think oh, that's bad you know how hard you know how draft 2021 is going to be when there's only 14 teams yeah that's good thing at least we're going to have like a teething basically we've got like one teething phase but that's it that's not that bad because you just kind of have to figure out the starting lineups and just make sure you have <laughs> yeah, players. Like, starting lineups are easy. Like players never get rested. Like, <laughs> oh god, this year this year's been a fucking this disaster. Year's been a this, year's been, this year's been a fucking dog show with resting. I love it. I think it just adds such a great element. Because one thing, the one no, thing it, about twenty twenty one, I'm hoping is with the round robin, we're not gonna have fucking three teams being three teams on yeah. the bye. But well, the, yeah, theoretically, they will... are they they're going to still be buyers? I think they'll have two teams on a buy every week. Then most probably. Or, or none. Or none. Yeah, it's two or, or none. So it's going to burn still. Yeah. Still but but but, but but now now teams get two buyers, eh? Hey? Yeah. Yeah. They'll probably so they'll probably drop they'll probably drop it to one buy. Yeah. So, Speaking yeah, of teams maybe. being on a buy, the Stormers yeah. didn't play at all this weekend in Auckland. <laughs> Did they not play at all though? I, I felt they were trying, but it just wasn't... They're just not used to scoring tries. Oh, clearly not, because they only scored three fucking penalties. No, even at the end, like, when they had the, the the man down after the red card, they were like, I guess we go for poles against 14 men? I don't know. I was going to say... I yeah, know, I like, it's... there's obviously some debate on the group about yeah. this, but I, I don't think it was the worst call to go for poles. I don't poles. think it was the worst call, but I, I do think under the circumstances, like, and... People are like, are saying if you if you eight down and there's ten minutes to go, whatever you take the three because you still need to score twice, and that is the right argument. And then then then, then someone was Especially saying as well, which makes a lot. It it puts you back into bonus point range as well. Yeah, the so point if is, you fail, but but my my thing is more like the red card because yeah. you're up against fourteen men. Like taking a, taking three points, it, it, it like it negates how many men you're up against. You know, yeah. so you, you lose out on advantage. How, how long have you gone without scoring a try? If you really backed yourself for scoring a try in those last few minutes again, then as well. If you haven't managed think, to fucking pull it off in seventy minutes, but I think you do. I think I think I think I think all the more reason they, to. I think I think mentally they, 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 you have to say like if you see a Khaleesi, you have to look to your guys and be like, we're fucking I believe you can score, yeah. we're scoring a fucking try right now, and we're going to go back, get the ball, and score another one. Yeah, I'll think about it. They also they also had the potent attacking weapon SP Maria on yeah. an unguarded wing. Ah, he, yeah, he just he just come on like that's the perfect time to unleash him. <laughs> he was <laughs> he, he had his one run still in him. Uh, God, he's so bad. Like, just, <laughs> can we find him a contract? Wait, next week when we do the wooing of of Matt or whenever we do it, like, can we get? The wooing of SP Maria as well, and like just try and find him a club to go to. Should we try and get him like a Wait, would you contract? would you say? Yeah. Like, like I, I made a joke about it somewhere, maybe on Twitter, maybe here, that as a left wing, SP Maria is in the top ten left wings in the Cape Town area. No. 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 He isn't. <laughs> I don't think he is. <laughs> I think he's in the top ten fullbacks. I don't think he's in the top ten left wings. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Um, something that uh, Stunder came on. Yes, he was good at, Josh, at Josh, thirteen, I like mm. and he seemed to have a lot more control, mm. playing almost like a fly half. We classic Stormers, like playing from thirteen as a like a a bit of did a they, general. Did they not play him at twelve? I think they put him at twelve and Delander. Oh, did they put him at twelve? Yeah, I think they should. But yeah, I, don't, I don't know. If, uh, fucking Duplessis must take a walk. Mm. 
So, I'll, all right, I'll run through my my hot list and my not list. Um, from the Stormers, pretty much the only player that I thought was really, really impressive was Yako Kutsia. Not, uh, not actually, Bongi Bongi was Bongi was very good. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, let me let me do. Yeah, Bongi was hot and Yako Kutsia was hot. Um, from the Blues, hot. Yeah, Rico. I, I actually didn't think Rico played I d- very well. I don't, I don't think Re- we've seen the best of Rico this season. Yeah, he's struggling. And like, because this, this week, people this can't week look past this. his try scoring. Yeah, but this week seemed mm. like something else. Like, he was lacking confidence. Like So they, they spoke before the game, I think, because um, he was supposed to be rested. And he's probably going to be rested next week instead. I hope That's that fine. helps. Because he it just looked like he was lacking confidence. Like, every time he got the ball, there were, t- there were two times when he got the ball... In like classic Rico scoring position, they swung it wide to him. There was no one directly in front of him, and you just think he's got so much time, so much space. He's so big, fast, and strong. He's got to score from here. And then somehow he ended up being tackled. Like the one time I think it was Damien Vilimsa, which you executed a really good tackle on him. But you just think like he didn't want it. Like he wasn't really in the mood. I don't know. Vilimsa it was, was a weird a game huge for Rico. In last year, yeah, well, I, I, I don't, I don't think he's. Yeah. So Ben. Um, I, I don't think he's in a good space mentally. Or, I don't yeah. know. May, maybe maybe there's something going on behind the scenes. Maybe he's being trying wooed by French clubs or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe he's uh, yeah. slowing him down. No, no, no. Like 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 his fantasy scores are, are fine, and he's still getting over the line. But do you want to know? I don't know like, do you want to guess what he's got at the moment in fantasy? Close to a hundred. Surely. What do you What do you think, man? No, he's sitting around 50-ish. 50-ish. And Ben, you reckon? 100. Close to 100? Uh, close, close to 100, yeah. He's currently on 110. Jesus. That's... that's He, he didn't have a 110-point game. <laughs> yeah, off his, one his... fucking try. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. So, I'll give you a stat line. Um, one try, 135 meters run. Uh, so 12, what's, what's, that, what's that worth, 135 meters? Oh, uh, God. You're going to make me dig through this. No, but is it, is it worth... It's, it's divided 1. by... 1.10 10 meters? It's, yeah, it's yeah. 1.10 meters, yeah. So it's, it's 14, 14 points. points, yeah. 12 carries. Um, doesn't really count for anything. Six defenders beaten. So yeah, that's yeah, broken tackle. That's huge, that's huge, yeah. Eight clean breaks. Mm. So that's line, essentially line breaks. What, what's a clean break? Five points. Four points. Uh, I think it's four. Yeah, I think it's four. I'm not sure. I have to double check. But he still... He, he, Conceded four turnovers, so he gave away possession four times. That's errors, basically. So that's minus 16. Uh, then he's still got a try assist. And on defense, he, he made 11 tackles and didn't miss any. And he got a turnover. He mm-hmm. pilfered. So that's pretty impressive for an outside back. Like, 11 tackles from, from a wing position is pretty good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Like, he, he... Yeah, I agree. Like, it wasn't his best game, but... <coughs> but, yeah. Anyway... So yeah, I think. Um, but my my probably my best player for the Blues this game. Um, I suppose Akira came into towards the end. He had a slow start. Oh, um, I think Tuipilotu. Tuipilotu was good. Yeah. Did you see when he yeah. drove Evan Smith back? That was pretty. No, like 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 he he. I would say I wouldn't say he dominated Evan, but he Oof. he gave as good as he got mm. with Evan. And then he he made a few errors, but I thought he was I was very impressed with him. Well, mm. Big Red made uh, Tom Robinson made twenty three tackles and didn't miss any. Yo. 
So that was a he that made, was a he made a, he made a good break as well. Yeah, he out Peter Steff, Peter Steff. Classic Peter Steff. God, give Peter Steff a rest. I'm sorry, the guys. Oh. I think well, it's just this week. Kid. He didn't even let him go home. I think it's this week. I think Peter Steff and and maybe Khaleesi will fl- will fly back this week. Yeah. Well, in other news, guess who signed on to extend their contracts? I've seen. Speaking of this, I think it's worth mentioning now. Uh, Kitsov and Peter Steff and by the looks of it Mal Haber have all re-signed uh, with the Stormers sure that's Kitsoff. that's, that's amazing Kitsov was Kitsov was on his way off yeah just wait wait Kits, Kitsov who was getting whatever it was 50 million rand yeah they've all three mm-hmm. so all three of them are linked to being to staying with the Stormers now ah uh, I'm sorry Kitsov is not being come on was Maybe he, Kitsov like was a... expected to move to sell Sharks Maybe we join Fly of Rob DePierre and Scum off Left of Fair. Yeah, he's staying here. They're all staying because maybe. you know why? Because they've got a fucking coach for a change. So this is all because but maybe, of John maybe the <sighs> Maybe Western Province Rugby Union read that, that article about the sponsors for like David Pocock and Israel Flau. Yeah. And we're like, Jesus, that's a good idea. We should try that. And they found some they found somebody to pay kids off salary. maybe they invested heavily in Bitcoin in two thousand and seven. Yeah. And now they've just realized like, oh fuck. Because I, I honestly I uh, I think I think that's bullshit. Anyway, I'm I'm not going to complain. That's fucking amazing. I think Kitsov staying for another year at Western Province is more unlikely than Nas coaching India. Oh, so you think this is the, this is the April Fool's <laughs> I would say th- this is more of an April Fool's joke as than Nas coaching India. Okay, well, we'll oh, see. God. We'll see. We'll see. I can't wait to see. We're going to see which one of us is wearing egg on our face come... Like lunchtime, Monday Alex, Alex, if, if you went to a bartender and you said, mm, I'm excited for Kitsov to play in 2020 for the Stormers, would he serve you a drink? I think he would. Bartenders are fucking hipster, they only yeah. play Ultimate Frisbee. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, next game. Next game, Red <laughs> Rebels. Sorry, speak, speaking of Ultimate Frisbee. Oh my god. Speaking nice, of Ultimate nice. Frisbee. Reds Rebels. Reds Rebels. Uh, 1332. Oh what a what a what a waste of time, man. Eh? Oh, you know, it was a shit game, but you know what? At least at least this, at least Queensland's only son managed to come out with a win. But even that wasn't as hype. Like I expected every time he touched the ball, everyone to boo and him to like have a go at the crowd and it just it just came yeah, down. The, was the Australia, crowd? That, Australia doesn't give a fuck about rugby. That's the thing. Like as you said, it the, when we spoke about it last week, it was the ground itself that would actually make an effort, not the fans. Yeah. But also, I mean, it's not like the fans chased him away. Like the it was only Bradley. Yeah, the, I think the fans were generally also like no, let this oak yeah. play. We'll dig him. We dig they his job. Him. Yeah, it was, it was literally just Brad Thorne. He was like, I don't, I don't have time for this fucking guy and his tattoos. Yeah, yeah no, like Brad well, Thorne. And Brad Thorne's old school. He probably, he probably pronounces it like tattoo or something. <laughs> his 70s, you know, his yeah. Brad, Thorne, Brad Thorne's 50s Christian values or whatever. Anyway, so it was the second worst game of the weekend. After the Bulls Sharks, because that was a fucking aberration. Oh, so Alex, just... but, 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 no, no, okay. Um, just, just from my side, Jax Maddox scored two tries and ended up on twenty-two fantasy points. Oh, He's on twenty-eight at the moment, but oh, yeah, yeah. Which running. is frankly like, like he was a complete fucking like I don't know everything he touched. He was just in the wrong place at the wrong time, and we always say how oh, <laughs> 
He's one that's steal exactly being in the right place. Yeah. He does yeah, nothing sort of the just being in the right place. <laughs> yeah, so it obviously... Yeah, um... But Quaid, Quaid, Quaid was good. I thought Quaid was good. Um, Luke Jones is is emerging as like a really important important player for the Rebels, and I think he's. If I had to, if I, I reckon. Yeah, well, I've seen a lot of um, like Wallaby 15s coming out on Twitter from like Greg Clark and a bunch of other I don't know pundits, I suppose, and they've all got really weird selections. Like they've got Jack Dempsey at seven, and God, who did they have at eight? It was like someone else weird. Like they didn't have they didn't have Higginbottom or Niceron. They didn't have Niceron. Well, I think any Australian back three's got to have Niceron and Pocock in it. To, so, to my so, yeah, so um, Niceron is I think he's only just qualifying this year. I think yeah, and Pocock I think is he was out for how long with a calf injury and he just went down now with that calf flaring up again. So I think uh, if, all... look, if if Dude, you're not surprising me with all those Aussies 15s coming. How few of them have Hooper in it? Well, I was gonna say I, if if I'm a selector, I don't include Hooper because we. No, yeah, no, no. I don't, I don't think I don't think he has a role yeah. to be honest in those in that team. But that's obviously not how Australian rugby thinks since they you know they gave him a five year contract or whatever. Mm. Yeah, He's but for me, like the 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 race the race for the number seven jerseys like. <clears throat> Getting quite, getting quite good actually. Or oh, sorry, it's their number six jersey, the the yeah, blind side. Six, yeah. And um, like that's obviously been their biggest point of weakness. I mean, I don't have to go into the, the virtues of Ned Hannigan, but ah, basically, like they've suddenly got some really, really good like South Africa, South African level quality blind side options in Luke Jones, uh, Pete Samu, um, God, who's the other one? Uh. Valentini? Jack Dempsey. Oh, Valentini hasn't really established himself yet. But even like even Higginbottom, like I'd play Higginbottom at seven uh, at, at blindside. Um and then Nicerani at eight, I think is a no brainer. And then obviously Poke Rocker Hooper in at the open side. Like that's a that's a balanced loose trio. Mm-hmm. No, so no, this, no, it's, it's, they've had the a habit like, of not playing a balanced loose trio for quite a long, long while now. Yeah. But no, but but we always say this about Australia, their super rugby teams aren't great. But yeah. their Wallaby, their Wallaby 15ers, like if Australia won the World Cup, I wouldn't yeah. be, I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, like they they can always put yeah. together a good match day 15. Would, would 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 a bartender serve you a drink if you said I just put money on Australia winning the World Cup? He'd if you were you in Australia, much, he'd ask you how much first. Mm. And, but I think that's a big call. I think it's I would. It's a big call, I would but give you a drink. I, 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 no, no, wait, wait, wait. Who, who's sponsoring this big call? Uh. It's, this feels like a Celsi. Celsi one, yeah, maybe. It's, it's a big call from Celsi. <laughs> Cheap dark. Why is there deadly? Is there deadly humidity? <laughs> yeah, very moist. Uh, speaking of um, moist and deadly humidity. Oh uh, yeah, let's let's get this over and done with. I want to think. I'm tr- I've been trying to think of like a rumble in the jungle version of something in Durban. Uh, oh God, I don't know. You put me on the spot. Uh, yeah. Twice in the moist. Yeah. <laughs> What about just stu- what about just stupidity and the humidity? Yeah, stupidity. <laughs> stupidity and the that's humidity. Quite, there we go. That's quite good. good. Well done. Thank you. Stupidity and the humidity. Sharks lost 16-19 to Bulls, but that was probably the le- the rugby match was most probably the least interesting thing to happen during that match. I think the only thing anyone oh, cares what, about. Oh, what was it? Was it 16 handling errors to 19 handling errors? Because that seems a bit low. Mm. Yeah. 
So yeah. No, so, I think I think it's one of these classic classic cases of uh, like Akka van der Merwe and Scott Britch, Britz pitched, pitched up for a, a boxing match and then suddenly some some rugby broke out. Uh, rugby happened to break out around them. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thank God that fight happened. Imagine how boring the game would have been without that fight. There we go. I was waiting yeah. for. I think this is what we've all been saying. Yeah. So are we doing? Yeah. Who, okay. Wait, 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 wait. Have we? Sorry, with Waratahs, I forgot something. Oh. I want to make a big call. I want to say Ned Hannigan wouldn't get past Varsity Cup level in South Africa. Okay, let's carry on. I agree. I, I think he. I think he would as an eighth man. I think he'd make it to Vodacom Cup as an eighth man. Yeah. But not in any other position. Okay. Oh, he wouldn't make he wouldn't make a schoolboy first team as a lock. No, 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 no like the awesome, the awesome like ob schools, but like a, a proper schoolboy first team. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Uh, yeah. Fuck. The, the less said about Ned Hannigan, the better for the sake of my fantasy team. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! At least you don't have Kramer fucking minus whatever he's on forty. Minus fourteen. So yeah, I've got Akram. I'm sure Akram must be in the negatives. Uh, or oh, at least he at least he did something yeah. cool. Kramer just was an idiot. Okay, sorry, never mind. Let's go. Okay, so yeah, um, do we want to break down the game or the fight? What do you want to discuss rather than? Uh, let's break down oh, the fight. No, but the, the oh, game was man. just a shit show. Like nothing. Like honestly, like I didn't did anything go past like did anything go past like three phases? I don't think so. Uh, okay, so all right, the 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 only really two talkable points for me. The one was the there was a penalty against Andre Pollard, which pissed me off. I remember. You yeah, that was. Fight, and you? the other one was the other one was the fights. I'm trying to think if there's anything worth saying. Um, Mapimpi's abs have abs, and he's never been to the gym. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Mapimpi had quite a Mpimpi had quite a good game. Oboko in Yakani had a good game. Uh, oh, you know who I really like, uh, Mantazima. The the, oh, reserve, the, the reserve. reserve prop. Every time he gets the ball, he like gives a little like a shimmy on it. <laughs> classic, classic like prop. Like, just excited to have the ball for a change. Yeah, he, like he's he, he's got Enjoy. moves. If he if he ever starts for the Bulls, I uh, I shot get him a draft pick. He's cool. I like him. Um, what else? Uh, God, it was just so depressing. Oh, I hate. Do you know what I think? I was thinking like the whole time because like ten minutes in, you you knew what was going to happen in that game. You're like, this is just going to be a mess. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, oh my god, the draft rugby guys are just going to have a field day saying how shit this game was. But it is shit. Yeah. And then like I felt embarrassed to be South African. Like yeah, they made yeah, me yeah, we like, even... like that game. That game made me doubt my worth as a South African. It's okay though, we shit on at least two Australian games a week, so it's fine, we, we, we're in the positive when it comes to shitting on dark local derbies. But that, no, shouldn't actually, be the, that shouldn't be the standard we, we measure standard. ourselves against. No, true, true, like, true. Yeah, we like, like we, should, we should measure ourselves against the Sunwolves, not, <laughs> <laughs> not the Australian. Say what you sorry. will about the Sunwolves, they, they're entertaining. No, agreed. Uh, even, when, even in yeah. a bad game, then the other side's running fucking, the th- and then you're seeing like a thousand tries from the other team. Yeah, yeah, like I mean, we all love watching them, but like we can't be hedonistic about it. Like that's the problem. Like that's what I was saying last week about they need to be yeah. kicked out. No, agreed. And yeah, that's, like that's what I'll, I was I'll miss too. them, but this, the tournament won't. Yeah. Um. But yeah, okay. So <coughs> before we we get stuck into the meaty bits, we should probably give a bit of a shout out to Beast of Tauria, because he equaled Adrian Strauss, um, for the most rugby caps. 
yes, yeah. And and and, or, and he must have for most for a single franchise a long time ago. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I guess so. Hey, because because no. Strauss Strauss was with the. Uh, we're talking about just. Oh no 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 no! South no South for South Africa, because Crockett had obviously Crockett. Crockett yeah, has like a, like like a half like yeah like half a millennium for the Crusaders essentially. Let me check White Crockett. Um, it's three hundred. Honestly, exactly. No, he had a 300. No, he has. He had 200. He had his 200. He two, yeah, two, 202. Yes, he's got a. He's got a bicentennial. Are you uh, on his Wikipedia page, Alex? Because then you got to give us a fact. Give us an yeah, yeah, fact. no, like I mean, it's yeah. So I mean, what? he, as you guys know, he. Um, oh God, no, this is all good. This is all good stuff. Like, they don't have whoa, anything. Whoa, whoa. This, what, what school did he go to? Because maybe we can link it back to the the discussion. Uh, it says Nelson College. Ah, oh, so you went to NMMU. Nice. So in- interestingly, interestingly, White Crockett <laughs> changed. He changed schools for his last year. So he Ooh. was at Nelson College. Yeah, he was at Nelson was College bought. from 1994 to 2000, and then he played for Otago Boys High School in 2001. Ooh, so he was bought. Controversial. So this so is he was, he was like scouted. Yeah, this has been this happening, been happening for, for years. Oh, like oh, people oh, pretend oh, it's a modern problem. Yeah. It's right we under our nose. We notes. haven't complained. We haven't brought that up. Remember? Did I share the? Who saw? Sure well, if you don't share the article, we can't talk about it. No, I'm trying to remember, wasn't it shared in the group? Where essentially, one? the one where New Zealand, you're not allowed to poach players anymore. They like said, rugby uh, schoolboys, you're not allowed to poach schoolboys anymore. Yeah, well, uh, there was a thing where like they boycotted a team or yeah. something. So as a result of that, yeah, as a result of that, I'll find the article. Fuck, so I, so I, I thought, I thought I saw it in the group. Sorry, I, so I must have found it somewhere. I'll have a look for it again later. Do you, do, do you think Crockett played like eighth man at school or do you think he's always been a prop? Oh, he was fly off, baby. He was fly off. I don't think so. I think he, he strikes me as the kind of guy who he knows. Yeah. Like he's always he's always known he's, what he wants. Yeah. He like he's he's a oh, the, the world steps aside for a man who knows where he's going, huh? Because yeah. <laughs> like, cause, you know, you, you get those guys like like Victor, Victor Matfield was basically like a fly off in a locks body. Um, yeah. But I reckon Crockett's always been pretty at peace a prop, with himself. A prop and a prop's body. Yeah. Uh, like you, Matt. Okay, so his family <laughs> moved south in 2001. <coughs> oh, family uh, moved he, south. Tip, classic New Zealand school paying yeah. for the family. What a, to what move. a coincidence. The family just moved south. Classic um, New Zealand did, school. Did, 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 did his dad get a job? It's like the birth of the school or something. <laughs> yeah. um, Ashwin, so, he, so Brian Ashwin. Who was? I like that this has clearly gone into quite some depth. This news, this article on Wikipedia. So Brian Ashwood coached. coached <laughs> it was it was written by Wyatt himself. <laughs> hey, uh, Brian Ashton coached Otago Boys High School from 1990 to 2005. So it's 15 years as a first team coach, which is pretty good. Um, How long has a second tier geography coach? Though? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's pretty. He's pretty a terrible teacher. Uh, <laughs> He first encountered Crockett when the lanky prop turned up from his seventh form year at Otago Boys in 2001, his family having moved south, so he was a prop. Okay. Ashman recalls, he was a big lad, he was tall for a prop even then, so he was great at lifting and mauling. Great at lifting, Ben. Height of the lifters. It's all about the height of the lifters. I'm telling you, this is this. I've got, I've I talked about this theory on the pod, how actually two locks should lift a flank. Yeah, like what? Like lifting a lock is stupid. You, okay, you but get, you, should, you should get a hold of Brian Ashwin. And you guys can talk about this. Maybe okay. I should get a hold of Nas and help coach India. 
Okay, he was in the same Target Boys High School as Garth Swan. I'm sure you guys remember Garth Swan. Uh, yeah. New phone. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Tim... yes. <laughs> Flanker, <laughs> Flanker Tim Boys. Tim Boys did actually, he played for Highlanders. Um, yeah, yeah, I remember him for Highlanders. But then uh, he, was, he retired in like 2008. Yeah. Scott Cowan. Is he not uh, Jimmy Cowan's brother, I wonder? <laughs> yes, Jimmy Cowan's brother. Okay, so White Crocker played, played high school. Like... <laughs> you know how we always criticize Adam for doing shit like this, and now we're doing the exact yeah, but same The worst is like, we're enthralled now. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet you all the listeners are hoping their Tuesday pub quiz has a wild crockett section now. I'll leave you with two, two last tidbits. Um, <laughs> the one is that uh, our target also produced uh, Byron Kelleher, who, as we know, Byron yeah, Kelleher played at, played at three different World Cups, which is obviously very impressive. That's and... Cool. Uh, as well as 21 All Blacks, Otago Boys has produced a handful of other internationals, including Roy Radu, Canada, uh, Colin Gilray, Tim Platt, both from Scotland, Filippo Levi and Silao Sefo from Samoa, Tom, Tom Palmer from England, and Oscar Iwashita from Japan. Oh. Nice. And back to the regular broadcast. Okay, so, yeah. Now we get to move on to the stupidity and the humidity. That's bonus footage, Matt. You should put that behind a paywall. Okay, I'll try yeah. What I'm just going to say is the difference between you you reading us Wikipedia facts and Adam is you, you clearly clicked on deeper links. Hello? Yeah. yeah. Ben, are you there? Is Ben still ben? there? Uh, can't hear him. I don't know. He said hello now and then just disappeared. I think he hung up with uh, he might. I don't know if he's hung up, but he might be turning the meat or something. Oh, true. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's, looks so, like he's gone so, so, Sorry, uh, oh, I pushed it out. Yeah. I think the Wi-Fi. And speaking I said, of drifting, blew the Wi-Fi. Speaking of drifting out. Um, Who lost? Where are we? Uh, let's say. Okay, so should we just uh, just? I want you to to argue about who threw the first punch for like the next ten minutes. Uh. Well, we oh, might be. I'm sorry, to... I'm sorry. I think, I think we agree with each other it, on this. Yeah. I think so too, but I think we both blame Akka, yeah. Because yeah. well, basically no, hang on. cleaned with like, his head. So Akka yeah, so did it. So it, so it, it depends how technical you want to be, because your question was who threw the first punch. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that Skulk Brits threw the first punch. Yeah. But uh, Akka and, shot first. Yeah, so Akka did a dirty clean, essentially. Yeah, he like literally, I mean, they call it a headbutt. I don't know how technical it is, a headbutt or whatever, but he he put his head into Skulk Brits's face and then used the full force of his body to drive him backwards over the ball, which is... Is, is that not what Sam Kane did that, to that, 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 before he put himself that sounds, in the that sounds, that sounds more potent than a headbutt. Yeah, like, it was pretty hectic. And yeah. Skulk Brits kind of... And then he he went, he went kept going, like, he followed through. So he, like, dived through Skulk Brits's face with his head and then rolled on top of him, grabbing his jersey. So, like, he grappled with him to the ground, right? And, like, separate from the ruck. Yeah. And it was at that point, if I remember correctly, I haven't watched it since yesterday, but it was at that point that Skulk... Brits did that thing that most experienced front rows do, which where they grab your jersey and then use that as an excuse to punch you. Yeah. So it looks like you it looks like you're pulling the guy's jersey, but you're actually punching him. But you know what I mean? Yeah. So he grabbed him and like punched him. Yes. Skulk Brits threw the first punch. And then because he was on the bottom, 
Aka, uh, so sorry, because Aka was was doing the, he was the top, and Scott Brits was power bottom. Yeah. Aka then had the opportunity to swing a proper punch at him, which he did. So that, the first like proper punch was from Aka after Skull could sneakily punched him, but and then it just got worse. And then there was I don't a, know. I, I've seen I wish that, I'd known what they were saying to each other. Yeah, Brits has been accused of. I see someone oh, else. Like, is two red cards fair? Two red cards, 100% fair. Yeah, 100% yeah. fair. They, you it doesn't matter who started it. They both threw punches to yeah, the if face. You, right. if you re- yeah, so essentially the second, even though someone else started it, if you retaliate, you, if, yeah. you, if you throw the second mm. punch, you but, get but a red card. The, the, this is something I wanted to say. Um, the penalty should have gone to the Bulls. Because yes, retaliation. Yeah. Yeah. No, but... Uh, yeah. I don't know, but I mean, there were, like, the whole thing was re- retaliation. I don't know. Like, yeah. With a mess like that, I think I would have just stuck with the the first, the first, the very first in- infringement, oh, like the, the, like the, the rock infringement or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So I would have, I would have penalized. I would have given them both uh, red cards and penalized like a. And then so yeah, we're going then, back to the initial infringement. Yeah, that's what I would have done. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was just I don't know. So I wonder how much of it was driven by like a bit of resentment on Aka's side, that because uncle, essentially like he. He was well. He was the second best hooker in SA. I'd say he was tied second with Bongi last year. Yeah, him year. and Bongi were. Yeah. yeah, they were both. Like it was, it was a touch and go between the two of them. I'm, like, I'm okay. I'm open to the argument that Bongi was better, but they were pretty much like second and third in what, whichever order. And then kind of out of nowhere, Rassi, like <coughs> literally find like he literally prefers a retired hooker. A man who's literally Aka. said, "I'm done playing rugby." Yeah, he's literally said, like, "I'm done playing rugby. I'm finished yeah. now." And Rusty's like still better than Naka. Yeah. So yeah, there's probably like a bit of bad blood there. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and I guess that might have factored in. Like in the moment, you like you're both over the you know breaching the ruck, and like you just look up and see your mortal enemy face one. like right That's within one, yeah. striking distance of your head, and you're just like this fucking guy. I'm gonna have him, and it just got worse from there. But like yeah, I think let's leave aside blame and and motive. Mm-hmm. Either way, it's not a great sure. indication of like where our senior players are at. Yeah, like they but, shouldn't, but, they but shouldn't that, be doing that. I'm just thinking this is actually a great chance to play the game blame game sponsored by game, and we've chosen not to do it. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> yeah, but like, like Alex says, we're not blaming either. We're not. We don't oh, blame. Wait, either. no, no. I've, I've, I've got a, I've got a better one because we can approach, <laughs> we can, we can go from this to the next talking point, which was the Hondo Pollard um, yes, penalty. Because I think that the blame oh, the, game, the, the, the game blame game of the of the week <laughs> so the game played game sponsored by game goes to the referee who was was it mike ben fraser Skeen. ben skin ben Skeen. no i think you're right it was ben skin so ben skin i thought was really bad this game there were there were three oh fuck now i'm getting confused okay this i think was a bad call and then there was a moment where andre pollard made a tackle um he tried to roll out of the way that, was the... A, that was a terrible call, yeah. And then, as he was like half getting up, Ron Stienkamp literally fucking shouldered, shoulder to the face, like pummeled him back into the ruck. <laughs> so, like, Ron Stienkamp came flying in without any arms into like a player who wasn't even really that like part of the ruck anymore to his head. And then the referee was like, penalty against Andre Pollard for not running away. 
because <laughs> no, but this, this was after a whole review process yeah. and stuff as well. Huh? It's like, ooh, that looked bad. Let's check the TMO. Like sits through the shoulder to the face and then goes, mm, that player looks like he's still like not really and awake. E- and everyone watching the TMO is like, oh, okay, well that's a that's a yellow card. That looks pretty bad. Yeah, like, <laughs> no, that's, that, that's exactly what you'd expect. <laughs> And they didn't even, like, there wasn't even a player from the Bulls who was trying to get the ball. I mean, from the Sharks. He was, oh, wait, okay, yeah. So, Ron Stienkamp plays for the Bulls, so it wasn't his shoulder. It was, uh, was it Yako Kutsu? Like, he, he plays for the Stormers. <laughs> uh, the, the, the Sharks version of Yako Kutsu, what's his name? Um, oh, God. We're not quite a fan. other one. Um, <laughs> Jacques Vermeulen. Yeah, Jacques Vermeulen, him. Yeah, I guess it was Jacques Vermeulen. Sorry, I went down all kinds of rabbit holes there. But, yeah, like, I don't know. There wasn't even anyone trying to get the ball out of the rack. So calling a player for, for not rolling away is, like, that's a real leap of logic. But but I, I also don't even think, because rolling away, you only need to roll away if you're in the way of the ball. That's what yeah. I'm saying, yeah. And it, that requires that someone's actually trying to get the ball. So there's no scrum yeah. off or anything. Yeah. Anyway, it was it was a really bad call. It was it was a bad call. So I'm I'm giving the blame game sponsored by game to oh, Coach Spenskin slash Mike Fraser, whoever the hell it was. Also not Coach Ref. Uh, ref. God. Okay. I think I need to go back to bed. You want a beer? Yeah, Alex. You're the only you the only one who's not drinking as well. Yeah. I, uh, I had a cup of coffee earlier. So be, so be was, season over here. Yeah. I didn't down it or anything. Fine. You can you can drop. <laughs> You can drive us home after the pot. Okay. Good of you to just nominate yourself, designated. Should we move on before I say anything else stupid? No, okay, speaking of saying something stupid, uh, Chiefs beat Jaguars back home, 27-30. So Chiefs are at least... Yeah, so- this game was a shocker. I, I, watched, I just watched the highlights and the highlights were boring. Uh, I, I, I watched this whole game. Uh, I woke up at 2 in the morning, Mauritian time. I and I... And I regret it because, um, because uh, I basically watched my fantasy hopes drain away through fucking Kremer. Um, okay. Yeah, but the the Jaguars, it was like, first half, it was like 2016 Jaguars. You know how they just gave away so many penalties. Mm-hmm. They, had fuck, they had fuck all structure, like... Honestly, I don't think there was a point where their back line lined up and passed fly half center center wing. Mm. Like at no, at no point did that happen. But then on the other hand, the Chiefs were like Damian McKenzie's just like, no, fuck off, Marty. I want to play fly off this move. Like, <laughs> so he's just there, like running sideways, doing weird things. Like the rest of his back line doesn't know what's happening. So vintage McKenzie. Like, no, like the first half was honestly, it was just like, it was like chaos. Like if someone, you know, you're like, okay, if you made someone watch that and you said, tell me the rules of the sport, they would not have a clue. Yeah. Like, I, I the, promise the you, like be, it if was... If you're the team in red, black, you keep getting blown for something, but I can't explain why. Yeah, and then I think the Huaguaris gave away, fuck, close to 10 penalties in the first half, but not mm. off, a lot of offsides. Uh, like the backline offsides, you know that yeah. offsides, mm. and then a lot of high tackles. I think that's why Kremer got his yellow card. It was like the fourth mm. high tackle in like three minutes or some one, shit. Yeah. yeah, it was like a team warning high. 
So they were just being idiots. But then in the second half, um, uh, Matera came on, and suddenly yeah. they were like a proper team. Yeah, but Matera hmm. is a... Like, yeah, he's, he's a like, leader. Yeah, but, but like, like, like suddenly they had... They were attacking the line. The ball was moving nicely up and down their back line. Um, they said their scrum somehow got better. I don't know. By introducing a flank helps your scrum. So, well, they had uh, uh, Teta's Shaparo back. I think this yeah, was his first game back. Yeah. And he's yeah, kind of yeah. one of their better scrummages. But I mean, I'm looking at the stats. And I mean, there were one, two, three, four penalties in the back line. And then that's weird. Like, why are your centers in? And outside backs no, giving away penalties. No, it's because they just, they just, they were just coming up. But it's almost like they don't know the rules. Yeah, yeah, they just. I think they're just they're ill-disciplined. You know what? They like they don't have discipline. No, but but like there are quite a, there are quite a few like not ten meters from the line out, not yeah. the right side of the scrum. But that's what I'm saying. And then, like, like, and then like offside, but it's like it's stupid offside. Like the guy standing like. So let me rather say not discipline because like discipline is almost like Ivan Etzebeth kind of losing his cool and throwing a punch. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. What they're lacking is impulse control. Yeah. Like there we go. they just like they don't kind of they don't they're not like aware. Like they just fucking like they see the the line out happening and they just kinda of, like start wandering towards it, like moths to a flame, like and then they find themselves offside. Like they just fucking stand where you are until the ball's in play. Like have some control. It's a weird thing because they they obviously oh fuck I presume they know the rules. I don't know I don't I don't know what to assume anymore. No no but they do because once Matera was there, if it, like yeah. it, it was fine like they all like fell into place. So. They just need someone that they're kind of afraid of disappointing like they need you know like they're yeah they, yeah, they, they, they need, need like a fo- <laughs> yeah I don't know but, but, just... but um some something else I I learned a rule of rugby okay yes. okay I I'll, I'll, I'll test you two on it. Okay. okay, I like this. I like the ball gets part. So, so a team's defending, like basically defending on their own try line, like deep. Yeah. Okay. Ball gets passed back into the dead ball for the kicker to kick it. That yeah. ball is charged down and goes dead. <coughs> What's the call? Uh, it's five meter scrum to the attacking to team. To who? To the attacking who's team. The at- who's the attacking team? Uh, the team that charged it down. That's correct, Alex. Well done. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, if you're charging yeah. down, you're Cause, attacking, yeah. Because the ball's not but, but live I, yet. But I would, I would say, to me, it, it's like if you kick it in goal. So I would say it should be a 5 meter scrum to his offensive team. Because a, a charge down, in terms of the rules, is essentially a kick. That's what they counted as. Uh, okay. Uh, okay, I'm not sure about that. So, I mean, my rationale is that, like, the ball goes dead, right? The first question when the ball goes dead is which team is responsible for taking it over the try line into the dead ball area or into the try area? If it was carried back by the defending team, the team whose try line it is, then it's a five meter scrum to the opposition. If it was carried back, so let's say so let's say all this happens. Let's say um the attacking team runs over the try line to score a try, but then they drop it. They don't knock it on, they just drop it. And the defending team who's try line it is pick it up, try to kick it, they get charged down and it goes out as a dead ball. Then it's a 22-meter dropout. Yeah. So it's, it's, it, what it comes down to is which team brought it back over the try line uh, and not, yeah. not, not, which, not which team touched it last before it went out. That's irrelevant. 
Well, well, okay. Well, anyway, basically, that's how the Chiefs won the game. Okay. Because the Chiefs were on the attack. Then Boffelli, like, intercepted the ball. The okay. Jaguar is cleaned. Passed back into the 22 and the, the reserve fly of Ignatius, I think. Mm. He was trying yeah. to clear. He got charged down by Anton Leonard Brown. Ball went out. And I was like, oh, I thought it was a 22. So I was like, mm. oh, okay. Because this was like 78th minute or whatever. I was like, okay, basically game over. And then I was yeah. like, fuck, five minutes scrub. What's going on? Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. That's a, yeah, it's a weird oddity though. I don't think my yeah, reasonings. No, no. I don't think my reasoning's correct. Like I might not understand why it is, but I think I just know it. So I don't no, know. No, maybe it's I'm... A, no, it's an interesting. Mm. It's an interesting. But then it, it kind of makes me think, because quite often teams are quite lazy about that. Like once the ball's sort of gone to, you don't see a lot of properly attempted charge downs in the twenty-two, mm. in the dead ball. When really yeah. that's significant. Like yeah, it, it could be a big thing. Yeah, like like I think teams should push more on that. Like you should fly at that guy when he's. Oh, but anyway, mm-hmm. they're they're very small dead ball areas in no, that, that on that they field. Always, that they always have. Ridiculously yeah. small. Is that is yeah. that is that not the same one where uh, where Jean de Villiers almost killed a man? I think so. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. No, that one's like surrounded by like a trench sort of thing. Yeah, I don't know. Like if it's oh, no, this one doesn't have yard. No, this one isn't the one with the moat. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to think what else have. Uh, uh, Marty McKenzie, Marty McKenzie kicked the ball into the post. Yes. And there's like a big thing, like, did he do it on purpose? It's like he didn't fucking do it on purpose. It's fucking Marty. Like, come on, <laughs> if Damien had done it, like, there would be a, there would is be this, a debate. Is this but... the one where he kicked yeah. it into the post on purpose so Manu could score yeah. a try? It fit Marty. Yeah. yeah. It, fit yeah um... it just bounced into his hands as he was running, like following up a kick, like any good player should. Yeah. No, no, like it was. Okay, um, was I think function. he would have. I think he, I think he would have scored anyway. To be honest, because the Kagawaris were nowhere near that. I don't know what. No, there was, uh, a, were like, on, there was a defender on like the wrong side of the post, like on the outside mm. of the post, and his line was <laughs> yeah, like, inside of the post. So like even yeah. They were like yeah, like there were like three tries scored from cross kicks or like chip kicks or whatever that went there. Yeah, yeah. but Bofeli Bo- 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 no. scored a good try where he just out jumped. Was it Alemala? Would yeah, it, yeah, it, it be Alemala? No. No, 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 no. So, so, so Bofili, out jumped Alamalu and like tapped it down for Orlando, I think, or someone. Yeah, and they they ran over. But the the Tukulid one was awesome. Yeah, because the Tukulid one, one that was like, you know what that looked like? That looked like an American football touchdown. Yeah, because he like he just yeah. whips it under himself and then just goes straight down on the. Oh, it was. Yeah, yeah, but like the. The kick but was that, like, that, that, that's that's like that's like what the war, the war always try to do with Falau, but for some yeah. reason it never works. But like in this case, it wasn't like, can he jump higher than the opposite number? It was literally like the kick was so perfect that it just dropped, it just dropped out of the defender's reach, and took it basically just slid underneath it to catch it and then yo, yo, down. you didn't was, actually catch it. You didn't out jump him. You just yeah, out positioned him. Exactly. Like it was like the ball was just so perfectly placed that it didn't matter. If you could jump or not, like it was, yeah, it was really cool. I like that. But, but this is the thing with the Jags; they do shit like that, and that is a world-class move. Like I don't think Bowden Barrett could pull that off, kicking to Rico Yoni, if you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. But, but at the, but the, but then fucking uh, Kramer just goes and high tackles someone, even though there are two people tackling him already. Kramer's <laughs> just making Kramer's just, angry, man. Eh? He's just making. No, but it's just it's. He's, it's he's, like the the man's got emotions. His long-term girlfriend died of something last year. Don't forget. Oh uh, yeah. Like, oh, like November. The man's got all kinds of 
emotion. No, but, but it is. It's, it's like you know you hear about like uh, like mad geniuses, like you know like Vincent Van Gogh or whatever, like who paints this wonderful thing, then cuts off his own ear, then paints another wonderful thing, then commits suicide, or mm. like that's what the Jaguaris are like. Like yeah. sometimes you like this is the literally the best rugby I've ever seen, and other times you like. Come on, dudes! Like under fourteen C teams are better than this. Like, yeah, I don't know. They're a frustrating team to watch. Yeah, Adam would say that they're too good to be great. That's what I I like about them is that they've got these flashes of flashes of brilliance. No, but I could imagine it must be similar to being like a French fan. Exactly. Mm. Like every now and then you're like, ah, this is boring. This is boring. And holy shit, did you all see that? And let's all yeah. make like 10 gifts out of this one clip because fuck, we have to milk it for the next three weeks. Yo, like, like, like if if rugby was solely judged on YouTube highlights, one, Dylan Lays would captain the Springboks. <laughs> yes. And two, the Jaguars would would like be the best team in the world. Like. Sunwolves would actually be up there as well. Like as, as a team yeah. goes. Because they, every now and then they can string together a fucking little highlight thing. No, a filthy try. Yeah. Anyway, that's games for the right, weekend. We're done. Yeah. Um, so, what do we still have to do? The the super brew. The super brew, and then I think we should lay down the groundwork for the wooing of Matt. Okay, let's do that. So, let's do the wooing, and then while we're doing that, we can ruminate on our super brew picks along. So, all right. So the wooing of Matt is the the premise is that Matt is is now as of 2021, Matt's without a, a team to support for the third time. For the third time. Yeah. Because Matt, 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 just, who did you support? The Kings, man? Yeah, so I was a Stormers mm. fan originally. Then I jumped ship to, I jumped ship to the Eastern Cape. Good that's, a, that's, a good, that's a good option. Yeah. Well done, dude. Yeah, excellent call there. I'm, I'm now a fan of the world's greatest rugby, t- rugby company in the whole, whole wide world. <laughs> and Does that make you the world's greatest rugby fan in the whole wide world? One of them. I wonder if they're doing a... If they're doing it, no, but they PTY LTD. I wonder if you can send them a letter and buy like a share, like a non voting one share. Ask them. Class B share. Buy Class B. Get some interest. (laughs) Uh, Anyway. And then, yeah, so so, then there was that. And then, so I've post post Kings, it was Sunwolves. And yeah, so post Sunwolves. So basically, either. I don't want to say I'm the kiss of death for your team, but... <laughs> you are. I mean... So I mean, is this in a way vote, voting for the team we want to move on? Yeah. yeah so pretty much. Yeah. Think of a team you don't want to see in Super Rugby for the next two to three... <laughs> in about two to three years' time. Uh, yeah. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, I'm there. just looking forward to you explaining the wing. So, yeah, so Sorry, I just, I just, I just muted because James is crying. Yeah, no, it's fine. I think our fans are into James crying. Okay, so, so basically, the long and short of it is, we're looking for a new team for Matt to support. Uh, we're gonna put out some invitations for fans of, of various teams to send us a motivation for why Matt should support their team and not someone else's. Uh, if you're listening to this and you just want to go ahead and jump and jump, jump the gun and be proactive, you can send us a tweet or something. Or ask ask for our email address, something like that. I don't want to give it out here, yeah. and you can send us your motivation. Otherwise, we'll we'll be vocal. <laughs> we could definitely give out our email address here. Adam answers them, or does the intern answer the emails? I, the thing is, I don't. Email. I forget the, the thing is, I don't, I don't know what. The, yeah, I don't know what the email address is, which is why I don't want to give it out. I, I think it's, I think <laughs> it's elite, 
Elite Rugby Banter. But anyway, so the point is, yeah, just get hold of us. Otherwise, we'll start headhunting people to from various yeah, clubs so to give us the stuff. We'll I do mean, that yeah, in a few we'll weeks. In, yeah, just like this way, way, it's li- limit, limited to Super Rugby teams. Like, we yeah, don't yeah. need Matt to become a Georgian fan because he's already a massive Georgian fan. Yeah, so yeah. Georgia's yeah, national sides are out. Can I just say, you can make a punt for an Australian team, but I can say it's a, the odds are already heavily against you. No, but, but I want to... What about the that have the best high five in Australia? I want to hear their pitches, though. Like, no, 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 definitely. no, we need, we, need, we, need them. we need them to come in, yeah. yeah make a pitch if you're Australian. That's fine. I'm just going to say no. You, you better work hard on your pitch if you're doing an Australian pitch. Put the effort in. Mm. Okay, cool. Okay. Uh, should we get on to Super Bowl quickly and, and then yeah. Ben can go look after ben his can, firstborn child? Yeah, then Ben can go de- be a parent. Okay, first yeah. game. Highland, um, when, when babies cry, you don't need like go to them or anything, huh? No, you I just think that's fine. Like, I think that's that's if they're crying, then it means that they're alive and probably fine. Otherwise, they wouldn't be able to cry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you just you just got to play what you see in front of you, basically. Yeah, yeah. exactly. What would Aaron Smith do? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> or rather, <or, or> <laughs> I propose to James. <laughs> or rather, who would Aaron Smith do and where? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, game one: Highlanders Hurricanes. Highlanders, this is Hurricanes. Forsyth Bar, I think. Yeah, Forsyth. At Forsyth Bar. Yeah, so it'll be under the roof. This isn't as easy as it would have been a week ago. Yeah, because I, I think it, it should be... It should be Canes, guys. Come on. It like, should be Canes, yeah. Let's do Canes. I don't like the Highlanders' backline at the moment. Like, without Lima Sopawanga, Waisaki Noholo is a fucking disaster. Like, he uh, clearly needs to be ben, told what to do. Ben Smith's like the only player who's actually... Like, you know, honoring the But even that, like, how often have we actually said this year how good is Ben Smith? Yeah. Because he's just been drowned out by mediocrity. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. And the forward pack, like, that's the traditional strength of the Highlanders. They've got these, like, classic, reliable, old-school forwards who just kind of tick along and get the job done. You know, like Luke Luke Whitelock and Jackson Hemopor, Liam Coltman. Like, they're never going to let you down, those guys. And then now they've introduced a bit of an extra element in in Shannon Frizzell, who's a bit of a game-breaker. But that's kind of the formula that the Hurricanes have had for a while now because they've got, you know, Adi Sevilla and they've now got these these two young locks in Blackwell and Mitchell who are pretty reliable. Like, they're looking quite good. Mm. So, I don't know. I think I'm going to go... Oh, uh, Aaron, Aaron Smith's injured. Hey, slash engaged. Yeah, Aaron Smith's engaged. So yeah, engaged. Def- I think definitely, uh, definitely Hurricanes up against the second string. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, okay. I, I respect your logic. Do you reckon okay. TJ Perinara uh, will do double duty? He'll organise the bachelor party <laughs> and then still beat the, the Islanders at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd love to have TJ Perinara organising a bachelor's. That would be great. Anyway, okay, uh, Hurricanes by um, eight. Eight. Uh, eight. Sounds good. Ah, uh, I have less than eight. Okay. Five. Five, I'll go five. five. I'll go five. Uh, okay. And locked. Uh, red Stormers? Fuck, a week ago I would have God. said the red quite, red's quite easily. No, but, it's, yeah. it's got to it's gotta be Stormers. It's got to be Stormers, I think. Yeah. Especially. But I wonder if they're going to rest their, their, their spring box. But yeah, oh, let's go Storm. Um, oh, that'd be stupid. Because yes, like, this is a are. good chance. Khaleesi, oh, didn't you say, you said Khaleesi and Peter Steff aren't playing. Well, like, yeah, let's just I, say it that, that, that was I was speculating, but yeah, I don't know. 
I, I don't think Peter Steff will play. I hope yeah. he needs to go see his kid. Plus it's, <laughs> plus, it's, plus it's plowing season. He needs to get home quickly. Help over the weekend. Is that how you... Okay, I'm not going to go there. Um, how he got the baby, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, he found yeah, him in a cabbage fuck. patch. Stormers, Stormers by three. Stormers by three. Classic Stormers. Yeah, Stormers margin. <laughs> uh, who's going to kick those three? SP Murray? No. Well, it depends on if it's in the left-hand side of the field or the right-hand side. <laughs> okay, uh, Lions Sharks. This is a big one. I'm going to Friday. That's cool. Friday, yeah, Lions. I'm going to go Lions. Not by much, but I think Lions. Because the Sharks... Sharks are one of those teams that... When they've got something oh, terrible. like... terrible. Yeah, or oh, terrible, but when something like... Like Aka now getting banned or whatever, they tend to show up to when they've got a bit of egg on their face every now and then. Mm. They're not necessarily going to win, but it's going to be a bit closer than you'd imagine this. Uh, had Aka not tried to, yeah. try to fetch, yeah. fetch but, one. But, but yeah, I think I think team. Aka would have been very useful this game because I think he he has a point to prove against the Lions. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I also think the Sharks scrum hasn't been great this year. I don't know. Why exactly? Because they they have the formula for quite a good scrum. Well, you tell me why they they've got they've normally fielding two loose heads, two traditional loose heads at the same time. Mm, well, you see the comment the commentators de- clearly don't know Matt's theory that Quinny dies if he scrums on the other side of the scrum because <laughs> they're like, oh, who will play which side with Quinny and Thomas the toy? I was like, do you not know Quinny will die? <laughs> do you want him to die? <laughs> like, apparently, Quinny can't walk after he plays on, plays loose head again. This is. The, what I've been told. <laughs> That's why yeah, they have okay, to well. Because apparently yeah, but I, I don't know. so much lower risk. Yeah. I can kind of see the logic there because tight head, like, your neck sort of braced in a yeah, way because you're yeah. kind of between two people. No, no, but you mm, also, you fa- there's a lot, I mean, the amount of four, you've got like two guys pushing on you and that as well. So I don't know, fuck it. Who are we picking? Lions by... Yeah, yeah. Lions by... by one. Lions yeah. by one, done. <laughs> Yeah. When are we going to pick our draw for the season? I feel like while Adam's away is the best time. Draw. Lions, Sharks, draw. Lions, Sharks. Oh, fuck. I clicked lock already. Sorry. Fuck. Uh, I mean, okay. God damn it. Sorry. That's my okay, whatever, was... the, whatever the next game is, we say draw. Sabres versus Brumbies. The... I was too slow on the draw. Draw. <laughs> the Brumbies <laughs> will hold the Sabres. Sabres versus Brumbies in Christchurch. <laughs> draw. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's done. We we live by the draw. We die by the. I'm picking a draw. I'm picking a draw, guys. Yeah. I'm locking. Nah. Okay. So what would you have picked had we not said draw? <laughs> Say it is by like. Say it is by like fifty. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Okay. Here's here's a more likely draw scenario. Later, actually. So Blues mm. Tars. I think Blues <laughs> should win. Back home in Auckland. Uh, yeah, the Blues, I think this is their longest winning streak in like three years or something. Yeah, three games yeah. on the trot. They could make it four. Fuck it. Uh, I mean, are the Waratahs going to play fucking Mac Mason again? I hope so. Well, I presume they'll play Foley, but he's not exactly a massive step up. Mm. Actually, he is. Mac Mason's fucking cock. That's terrible. I think the point of Mac Mason is to, is that to let the Waratahs fans know how good they have it with Foley. Matt, would you rather have the Kings uh, draft Mac Mason or Brett Cameron? Brett Cameron. Or Fletcher Smith. Fletcher Smith or Brett Cameron. Or Mac Mason. Mac Ma- no, no, Brett, Fletcher Smith and... 
and Brett Cameron are above Mac Mason. I would go Brett Fletcher Mason in that order. Or Lionel Cronier. Oh, Lionel Cronier, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, every day. Yeah, yeah. fuck, I'll take him right now. Yeah, God, he's so king. Has there ever been a more Eastern Cape person in the world? <laughs> Uh, uh, no, was a, a, a pure Gianti. A pure Gianti and Jock. Is he more... <laughs> yeah. Do you reckon a pure is more Eastern Cape 20, than Lionel Cronia? 2018, a pure Gianti. Yeah. Oh, I, I think a pure... Hot, hot, hot tip. Uh, a pure Gianti is coming back. Yeah, I, I think so too. But I reckon uh, a pure Gianti against the Haguaras in their first game was peak Eastern Cape rugby. Yeah. Remember that? Remember that's, that try he scored. That's where we made two guys run into each other. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Fast. No. No. What, what was that? More Eastern Cape, or when Lionel Cronier like spun the ball around his body, then put a chip through. Oh, so that was like. I mean, that was that was fucking amazing. But that like, that's not. That's not. Eastern I, I don't want to try and. Pre- yeah, I don't want to try and pretend like that kind of shit happens all the time. No, but like, I, I, I've been, I've been stepped the way that a Pewajanti stepped those guys. Yeah. That that happened to me. Like that is my reality. Well, yeah. think about it. Pewidianti played third team at Dale. Yeah. And he admitted as well. He was like, they're like, oh, third team. Like, oh, do you resent the coaches or anything? He's like, no, those guys above me are way yeah. better than me. Yeah, Who exactly. are these people and why aren't they playing Springboks? Yeah, well, Mapimpi yeah. didn't get a fucking... Mapimpi was like languishing in like club rugby and shit and was famously going to give up rugby when they were like, ah, come play for us in the Kings. Oh, but Mapimpi like was in like... No, but this is like this is a whole nother debate with yeah. like South African yeah. schools, how the yeah, Springboks yeah. are basically picked from like Ten twenty teams. schools yeah. when yeah, you know, when like a guy like because my pimpy was playing like township right here. Yeah, he's playing for the township. Yeah. And then he had to go get a proper job. Yeah. Um Rebel Sunwolves. No, what did we say for the sorry, sorry. We forgot to say? Sorry, sorry, do we know do, uh, sorry, please. what was my pimpy's job? Was he a butcher? I don't know, they didn't <laughs> say. Because he's officially scoring tries for a living. Which is not really doing too well at. Let me, let me oh, check his Wikipedia. Off to Wikipedia. Uh, I think uh, he was a butcher. What? No, no, seriously, I need a bulls, uh, blues. What score are we going to go by? Blues, blues by 12. Blues by 12, okay. Before we go down before we go down a rabbit hole on the pimpy. <laughs> I, I can't find anything. I reckon, no, Butcher must probably sounds right. I reckon he did so. He handled me. He handled like. Uh, I don't think so. Like he I, worked in like a case, like a proper abattoir. I don't think so. I think he's too much of a pretty boy. You think so? I think so. Like his hands. The dude definitely. Yeah, with uh, his hands. but like, but no, no. I think he works with his hands. But like, remember his original try celebration? The little like, you know, double phone. Please call me. Uh, um, I reckon uh, like. I don't think he he wants to kind of finish a work he day would. covered in black blood and guts and having to. What like, do you think? Do you think he was? Do you think he was a barber? Uh, I was gonna say like a panel beater or something. Maybe. Oh, guys, I did I did tell you my terrible haircut story. Okay. It's gonna be better than um, the rebels. So so after all yeah, our talk true. of hairdressers last week, and I actually so I went to the and my hair was quite long, but not like ridiculously long. Okay. Hmm. So there's a young guy, fuck, he must have been about 17, huh? Okay. So I tell him, I'm like, no, listen, nothing. <coughs> you know, your standard haircut, I'm like, uh, just like short around the sides and then a little bit longer on top. You know, just like a haircut, basically. Okay, yeah. yeah. The white man special. And this guy, obviously something got lost in translation. Mm-hmm. And he basically left like the one side of my hair 
like super long. Like he didn't cut it at all on the on the right side. Did you get what, okay. what and the... he kept on saying he's like he would like brush my hair, be like like this, <laughs> I and like, I no. would just I would just be like yeah yeah, and then like so you would and and then when he actually finished it looked all right because it was like you know after your haircut like they they've sort of styled your hair. Yeah. Yeah. So so my hair looks all right. And I, I go back home, and I think when I was walking home, because it's just like the hairdresser's like a walk from my place, I like messed up my hair or whatever, and then it like lost the plot completely. So yeah. I walk into, I walk back home, and then um, Joe says, "Ben, go back! Like they didn't finish <laughs> your haircut. Yeah. Like, like, like my hair, like my haircut had it, uh, like it wasn't. Basically, it like he'd only cut one side of it. Like it was ridiculous." Yeah. And then, um, Did you go back? so then I was like, no, no, I can't go back. You know, how embarrassing is it to go back to <laughs> no, the I know, I know. I'm going to Yeah, no, okay. So, so, so then I go to work the next day and like, the, the problem is like, like not to, not to presume, but all the, like Mauritius is predominantly Indian guys. And you know, like they, they keep quite, um, they let's say creative cut. haircuts. Eh? Yeah, they keep it. Yeah. But then like, I had to like, Jowl and brush my hair, and you know, you know, like, like this was effort. Like normally, I wake up, sort of shower, and then I'm like, okay, cool, like let's carry on with my life. And and then all these, and I was like, oh, Ben, like uh, it's a sweet top really you got is. there, man. Like, like yeah, you you rock it out because like the way I had to brush it, I had like a you know like that like scalp line. Oh fuck! Did like you... is he flower has? Like, yeah. Did you get like a tight? That is tight. Yeah. That's I good. think I think you got what is colloquially referred to in my barbershop by the Afrikaans moms when they're trying to get their kid a haircut as that. No, no, it, it wasn't. It wasn't the Nazi cut. No, we, we, call, we call it the German haircut because you know they're trying to at least hide that they want to look like fucking but, but Hitler but youth. One, one side, I reckon the one side was like three inches long, and the other side was like an inch long. Nice. So then I had to cut it. And then, like, the next day, I, like, I couldn't be bothered, so I didn't gel it or whatever, and everyone at work was like, yeah, Ben, there's something wrong with your hair. Classic. Ben. So then, then, I, now, then I had to go to a different hairdresser to get my hair cut, to <laughs> fix my hair cut. And she yeah. was just like, oh, my God, what the fuck's this guy done to you? Like, he's just like... So I, I, once, I once walked, walked straight out of my hairdresser, down two roads, and into straight into another hairdresser. <laughs> <laughs> because I could, I could, I could see that it was like it was weird, but I was too awkward to say anything. Like I didn't have the, the social skills to communicate with the service provider that I wasn't satisfied with the services they were providing. So I just had to sit there and let it happen to me, and then pay them pay them money for this. And then straight away I was like, "Cool, oh, thank thank you very much. You know, thank you. Have a nice weekend." And then just went straight to another hairdresser. So I was like, "Did did you did you did you tip him?" Uh, I, of course I tipped him, Ben. Like I, <laughs> I, 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 I tipped this guy as well. After he, like this, I think I'm currently I'm like I can't not tip people. Like <laughs> you're currently my my head's essentially shaved, and this is the most expensive haircut I've ever got because it's two haircuts and two tips that have yeah. just been worked into. Oh God! Uh, you got fleeced, Ben. You got fleeced. But I mean, what are you supposed? Well, I, to do? I didn't get fleeced. I got half fleeced. That's the problem. Uh, anyway, classic white people problems. Okay. So oh God. Speaking of white people problems, rebels versus uh, sunwolves. Sunwolves? No, rebels. Fuck. Rebels. I don't know. Rebels. Yeah, rebels by quite a lot. 
Oh fuck, they're probably gonna rest Quade, uh. That's a pity. No, because he's like, not in do you think Quade's not, in contention for the with Wallabies? Yeah. yeah. Quaid Quade is definitely in Wallaby contention. I mean, uh, I'm be, sure Checkers Checkers Checker and Thornham is probably drinking mates. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm gonna say Rebels by like Checkers seems the kind of guy who would have a lot of friends. Now that's why he's got Thorn, because that's about the only person in Australia who probably is willing to hang out with him. But Thorn doesn't seem like the kind of guy who makes friends. But Thorn seems to have incredibly, incredibly high standards in friends, and I don't think Checker meets those standards. Yeah, also like Checker's too temperamental. Like that's basically like the flip side of Quaid. Hmm. I don't think. I don't think. Is 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 Checker is Checker the other side of Quaid? (laughs) Like the other side of. Yeah, pretty much. Anyway, okay, Rebels by 12, I think. What did you guys say? Yeah, 12 is much sounds reasonable. Uh, do you think Little will come over? Oh, fuck, I hope he comes over. I hope so, yeah, you should. And Samaki get. Oh, fuck, I think Samaki's not going to see the field this weekend. If fucking Masaru was They say Samaki might have visa issues as well, though. Oh, no, but no, he was in the 23. He was on. He was in the match day 23. Your fucking Masawera. Oh, most average player to ever score a hat trick. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, we, we forgot a significant piece of news, Matt. What? This doesn't affect you. But this is the seven-year anniversary of me captaining Adam Thompson when he scored the first ever 100 fantasy points on <laughs> Fox Rugby. <Congrats>. Yes. <laughs> to both you and Adam. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah, no relation. No, uh, and Alex, Alex was... Because back then, like, like you are probably... Like, 250 was a good score for a week, eh? Yes, yeah. If you're good, you got 250 for your whole team. Oh, good news! That's yeah, funny. and Adam and Adam, Adam Thompson, I think he got 104, so he got me 208 points on his own. Jeez, nice. Yeah. This, this is. I, I honestly think that is the best decision I've ever made. Proposing yeah. to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I, I would argue top five. Probably, so, yeah, top, top five. five. Okay. So <laughs> speaking of top five decisions, Scott Brits's punch being about fifth in his career uh bulls versus mm. jaguares at loftus uh at loftus bull, bulls by 20 bulls by tw- yeah bulls are, but who's playing out of curiosity i'm just going to pick your brain who's playing hooker for the bulls this weekend i think Yakovisaki should be back that would be very convenient if he came back mm, i'm just mm. looking at anyway um who, who came on after who came on when uh, Scott... It's like some else, no name. Else something. Uh, I'll double check for you. Um, something else, yeah, you're right. Corn, yeah, Corneal, Corneal else. Yeah, some like oh, fucking no name. Uh, maybe they'll play Matazima at hooker. Fuck, that would be a, that would be a vibe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how, how, how tight is Koboko's fade? Talking of great haircuts. He's got a fantastic haircut. Yeah, he looks He's so sharp. A... Oh, I'm t- I'm t- I-, I think I think we should do a do a collection of the top fades in Super Rugby like Izzy Falau, Damien Willemsack, Khaleesi's got quite a tight fade as well. Richie on a good should we do has... a best Should we do a best haircut versus worst haircut? <coughs> yeah, best fifty. Yeah. <laughs> George Bridge no haircut. Best haircut. Yeah, he's a he's a both teams. Yeah. George Bridge flops. Um, <laughs> but the uh, thing is, someone like Nonu and Speckman, their hair works, but just for them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but that's a good. Yeah. But yeah, so we'll do so, good hair, uh, bad hair, fifteen. The, oh, did but, you see? Did you see fucking Hogs here? Mm-hmm. Uh, Stuart Hogg. 
Did you watch any of the oh, European Championship? Yes, I saw that. Uh, I don't watch. I don't watch that. I don't know what happened. Like he's like joined a '90s boy band or something. But oh god, is he terrible? Um, the Vodacom Blue Bulls played Boerland Cavaliers this weekend in a preseason fr- uh, friendly, and was- notable names included were Travis Ishmael, Marco van Staden, uh, Rulof Smit, Jakob Vasaki, Jade Stichling. Timbalani Boli and Paul Skuman. Okay, so I'm drafting ah. Jakub Usagi in this evening quickly. That's <laughs> not a bad shot, actually. Matt, you and I have some business to do. I don't know. I don't like your proposal. I know you, okay, no, that's fine. I'm not, it's, not a I big mean, fan. It's, just, a, it's yeah. just an opening. You can you can get back to me with a counter offer. Like I'm not yeah. I'm not. Dude, what have you done, Alex? I've, I've never heard Matt deny a trade. Matt loves trading. God, you must have tried to rape him. What? Matt's an Alex. Matt, come deal with me. Whatever Alex is offering, I can help you out. <laughs> okay. What are you going to give him? Your, your negative 14 from Marcus Kramer or your negative 19 from Waisaki Naholo? Oh, you can't oh, no, give me can't, I can't, I can't give, give him Naholo back because that, 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 that breaks the trade back rules. <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> right. No, no, no. no, I, think oh, it, no I think it might be long enough now that I can maybe give him back. No, it's not. Yeah, you can. It no, has. It was, it's, been, it's been two weeks. No, so that, no, it has to be three weeks. We said three weeks, didn't we? No, it's, it's, two, game, it's two game weeks. Uh, okay, so maybe I can take him back for you, Ben. If you want some, I can. <laughs> <laughs> it's just trade back. <laughs> But no, I mean, Matt, Matt, it's, it's, it's you love cool, someone like you, Matt. He's your boy. No, no, I'm not. I'm teasing Ben. I'm not going to get rid of him. You wouldn't offer me this trade back, I presume. No, no, I'm not offering you this trade back. Fuck off. Oh damn it! I would like that trade back. Okay, so yeah, uh, I'll speak to you now. No, are Alex. we done? Yeah, we, yeah we're done here now. So I think we can sign off. Um, good news is, at the bottom of our super brew, I found our email address. So oh, nice. if anyone wants to send us an email, you're welcome to. Um, do, do, do you think anyone's listening at this point? I hope so. Because I'd, this is, I'd be amazed. So yeah, so our email address is Elite Banter Commentary. Fuck, it's such a cuck email address. One word. Elite Banter Commentary at gmail.com if you, if you are listening at this point, send us an email and we'll send you, I don't know. Chris uh, Pie 5. <laughs> You know, Chris by five, a joke, uh, just something to reward you for listening this this deep in the episode. But I don't know who's going to check this because I think Adam's most probably the only one with this password. I've got it somewhere. Doesn't, I just can't remember. Doesn't doesn't the intern well. have the password? I think I might know the I think I might know the password, but I don't want to say it in case one person's listening and they yeah, hack out email. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. I'm going to sign out. So you guys can find us on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, elite banter, whatever, <laughs> or variations on that. <laughs> just, just look for elite banter, like yeah. a little... we variations on that. Because I don't think no, but that's the thing. We don't have like rag, uh, rugby in our Twitter. Just uh, no, we do. It's it's elite rugby bant. Remember, it's like it doubles uh, yeah. as a, a banting as a dieting guide. God, yeah, sorry, elite rugby bant. So you can find do people us. come just to diet because that's a terrible idea. Because I've had like seven beers and I presume they're high in calories. Yeah, that's not banting. There's a dude in the U.S. who's basically is, is, this up... is banting no beer. Yeah, that's no yeah, beer. It's, is, it's carbs. Yeah, it's pure sugar. God, bant, banting sounds cuck, eh? It is cuck. Yeah, that's um, why everyone hates. Now. There's a dude in the US who's doing Lent. Essentially, he's 
all he's doing mm. is drinking beer, water, black coffee, and black tea for Lent. And he's so lost, he's just given up. He's given, given up, up food. Solid, solid food. Yeah, and apparently he's lost weight on this diet. Like significantly. Yeah, he would lose weight on that. Of course he's lost weight. He's, like, he's got like zero nutrient. Like, no, there's taking, no nutrients. Yeah, he's taking a multivitamin as well. He's like drinking like a double buck <laughs> or something. Like a multivitamin and like beer is essentially all his nutrients for the day. He's drinking like oh, between what, five what, and what, seven. What is it? I don't understand. What is this guy's job that he, he can do this? He's a sales manager at a. What do you, he's, he's a blogger. He's a blogger. He's a podcaster. No, he's Fuck a sales podcaster. What a waste a, of time. Yeah, he's a sales manager at a wankers. Yeah. Oh, no, but I mean, where, like, all these are we, people. Are we, giving like, a, no, are we giving anything up for Lent, guys? Are we like. Alex, we're like three weeks, four weeks in already. Uh, can, is it too late or can we can we give up Adam Wakefield for Lent? Because he's not going to be able to get back until after Easter. <laughs> yeah, let's just do that. Okay, is so, he not back to after Easter? I don't think so. Uh, no, fuck, I think he he's back next week. The week in... after next. No, oh, he's not. He's like, he's away to, I think he'll be back on the 13th. <laughs> oh, that's, that's 14th? Until Easter. It's yeah, like there's like four extra holiday days there for free. Yeah. Okay. And, anyway. And that being said... We can find Stitcher, us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Acast, um, Stitcher. Stitcher, we yeah. said SoundCloud, we said Spotify. Not uh, on his YouTube. And yeah, just if you want, search for us on YouTube. I'm sure there's something there. Not necessarily yeah, let us. us. Let us know what pops up and we'll see them. Yeah, maybe, maybe there's an interesting <laughs> flat earth documentary or something you can watch. I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, we, that's it for us. Goodbye, everyone. Good. Okay, so it was a solid two and a half hours, so minus the 18 minutes, so two hours, ten, not bad. Oh, pretty good. Mm. <laughs> God, we turned. Well, well done, guys. <laughs> <laughs> two hours, ten was probably a good 40 minutes of actual rugby talk.